Media Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Wednesday. That's Wednesday, August 29th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. Certainly, we'll find some other things to communicate about this afternoon, so take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fn. That's our website. Check that out. Why don't you? Send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. Maybe a catalyst for something we discuss on the air. That's Real Mobile. 77031, but on the phones, long distance toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. We sir. always work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo at about 402, thereabouts, bonus round of closest to the pin. You might be able to win that You Matter business card and get good fortune for the rest of your life, or you lose bad luck for 24 hours, followed by Jack's audio file. Regular round of closest to the pin today. We talk with Scott Maxwell. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We'll talk to him at about 535, 540. Shot Doctor comes in at 6 for his uh, sports speed round and then casting call. Then we'll have the five-minute professor and then PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. So there we go. Well, I'm thr- I mean, forget my political. Uh, I forget about it. What do you mean? Well, forget I what? thought uh, you know, I thought like many that uh, Gwen Graham was the shoe in, going to be the shoe in for the Democratic Party's gubernatorial nomination, and that went in the in the crapper yesterday. And uh, Mr. Gillum, who is the uh, mayor of Tallahassee, won the primary, and he will face. The Republican Ron DeSantis, the congressman who's running for the governor's office in the uh, November 6th election. So there we go. It's like, what the heck? And anyway, so um, and um, Mayor Gillum, compared to the other candidates, spent a fraction of what the other candidates, Republican and Democrat, spent on their candidacies, and uh, there you go. And he won the primary, and uh, we're off to the uh, races. Now, Mm. the big story today, of course, (laughs) is Ron DeSantis, who, uh, let me get this right, and I'll be misquoted here. The headline to the story is, Ron DeSantis uses monkey to describe Andrew Gillum's agenda. Democrats brand it racist. Uh, so Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, he's going on because now he knows that uh, that uh, Mr. Gillum 
is the Andrew Gillum is now the uh, Democratic nominee for governor. First ever black uh, yeah. African-American in Florida history. Now, of course, uh, there's no question about it. References to African-Americans as monkeys. That is, it's long been a racial, a racist trope, a racial slur mm-hmm. to refer to uh, to anyone who's African-American as a monkey. That's just a, that's an insult. That's a slur, uh, yeah. a racial slur. Mm-hmm. However... Let me find the quote here, because Ron DeSantis, he's talking about his candidacy and the difference between his Republican candidacy and the Democratic candidacy of Andrew Gillum. We'll go from there. He says, Ron DeSantis, I watched those Democrat debates and none of that is my cup of tea, but he, meaning Gillum, performed better than the other people there. So we've got to work hard so that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had with Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is monkey this up by trying to embrace the socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. That is not going to work. That's not going to be good for Florida. So Ron DeSantis is taking a lot of heat from Democrats for using the line or saying the line, the last thing we do need to do is monkey, monkey this up. up. Uh-huh. Um, did he do it on purpose? I tend not to think so. I don't think he's smart enough to do that on purpose. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, I, I do don't know. Uh, that it's, like to to be that subtle. If he thinks he's gonna put sneaking that out there, I I, I don't know if he's that bright. Well, I, I, all right. Well, let me just pose a couple of questions. Just you know, for uh, just for uh, play devil's advocate mm-hmm. or argument's sake, are you allowed to? use the term monkey it up if 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 persons of of color are not around it's a weird i never heard that expression before you've heard monkey around i've heard yes so if if, yeah so if ron DeSantis had said something to the effect the last thing we need to do is monkey around with trying to embrace a socialist agenda would that get the same reaction maybe he didn't call Ron DeSantis a monkey. Mm-mm. But he said that he is, you know, he's the one who is now touting a socialist agenda. So we don't want to monkey around with that guy. You know, whenever you say monkey around and no, then he didn't attach say it that, to a black but guy. But he didn't say that. Mm-hmm. He didn't attach it. He attached it to the agenda. Okay. The last thing we need to do is monkey this up. What does that mean, monkey this up? Mess it up. Screw it up. Mess it up. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you monkey around, what does that mean? You're monkeying around. You're messing around. We've all used that term. At least I have. You're screwing around. Yeah, you're wasting time. You're Uh just fooling around. I think it's in the in the political sense. If Ron DeSantis, you know, the I think the best thing Ron DeSantis could do in this particular case is get ahead of this. You get ahead of this as quickly as possible. And uh, if I were to advise him, which I wouldn't do, and he wouldn't listen to me anyways, get ahead of this. Say, look, uh, I I did. This was not meant as a racist trope. It was not meant as an insult. I understand uh, how it can be, how it's being interpreted by some. That was not my intention. Blah 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 blah, Um, and uh, and try to go from there. Mm. I just don't know what you know. Sometimes you know, in the world of political correctness, we're not quite sure what words to use, or slogans to use, or phrases to use, or idioms to use, or not use anymore and it becomes it's somewhat you know it becomes difficult now to to call a person of color a monkey is highly inappropriate it's an insult yeah 
Um, Roseanne did it with Valerie <clears throat> Jared, Planet of the Apes thing. But they referred to that person as that. Well, she should have been in Planet of the Apes or something, yes. Referred to the person as that. This is not doing that. The last thing we need to do is monkey this up by trying to embrace a sh- socialist agenda. Now, if I were in a, if I were to advise Ron Sanderson, look, whenever you're speaking, don't use these words, don't use that word, Correct. blah, 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 blah. But they weren't quick enough, smart enough, astute enough politically to uh, to come to that understanding. I think Ron DeSantis ought to get ahead of this as quickly as possible. It's like, you know, settle it, get it squared away. You know, I don't think you'll hear Ron DeSantis uh, use the term monkey it up or monkey around. I don't think you're going to get that come out of his lips right. anymore. Or any to brand him, But yeah. to brand him as a racist, I think, is 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 crossing a, a threshold. I think it's just a... Uh, it's one of those things that happens in politics. It ha- it's one of those things that happens in conversation. And now more than ever. Um, and I and as and we have to, I think, should ask ourselves as people who engage in language. This is how we, we communicate with one another. Sure. Whether it's appropriate to use that word, could you say, "Oh, geez, my brother, uh, she, you know, he's working on the car, and you really monkeyed that up." No, I, I, that well, I don't know. That's not an expression that I ever heard for anything like that, but. Well, my brother, you know, he's, you know, you know, I asked him. He's monkeying around with the engine. Yeah, he's monkeying around with the engine. All right. Is that appropriate or not appropriate? That's a legitimate observation or a a legitimate question to ask. Uh, I think referring to people of color and describing them that way is offensive. They're not. He's not describing them that way. I don't understand where you, where anybody thinks that Ron DeSantis, DeSantis is describing they're describing Andrew Gillum. They're describing Andrew Gillum's agenda, uh, you know, his quote socialist agenda, which it's not all on the face of it. Okay, he's describing his quote socialist agenda. Whose socialist agenda is he talking about? The last Andrew thing we no, no 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 no. The last yeah. thing we need to do is monkey this up. Meaning what? Screw this up? Yes, that's what. That's it means. what it means. Yes. All right, that's what it means. How does that refer to Andrew Gillum? The last thing we do need to do is monkey this up. The sentence before is where he connected. If he said, the last thing we need to do is monkey this up, period. By embracing the agenda. I don't think Floridians should embrace a socialist agenda. Would that make any difference? Better. Way better. I don't think they should embrace a socialist agenda. So do you think Ron DeSantis is a a racist? I think this is, you know, as I'm not a person of color. Uh, I don't know that the, the sensitivity, especially now in this climate, in this society that we're in, has emboldened people to make that. They called it a dog whistle. To me, it sounds like if I was a black person, I would think it was more like a foghorn for this. Now, we maybe can't really understand how this is. But when you hear those words, when I just if I were to hear somebody say, uh, you know, I went to negotiate on that car, but I had to Jew him down. Okay. I would, you know, are they talking to me? No. Are they talking about me? Maybe, but it makes me a little uncomfortable. <sighs> so there are words. If you're not. Yeah, I think it's that's a That's the difference between when you refer to a, a Jew as an adjective to, you know, negotiate. And I've, never heard anybody, I've never heard anyone. I've never heard yeah. anyone say, if the term was used, monkeying around to say, that's an inappropriate thing to say. Not. Have you ever heard no, anybody uh, in this day and age? That's an inappropriate thing to say. Not. No, I have not. But I don't discount the sensitivity and the emboldenment and the dog whistle that happens often that maybe we are even completely unaware of. 
Well, you can't uh, just then it's the boy who cried wolf. If you keep saying, "Oh, it's racism," I might be unaware of it, but yes, it has to be racism. It doesn't. If have you call to be. everything racism, then what does the word mean? What does the accusation mean? So, should we now take the term "monkeying around" and and say this is this is now an inappropriate uh, an inappropriate uh, expression to use? No, for black people. He's not, He's referring, not referring to, to black people. Okay, well, maybe you it's... are misinterpret. I think you're misinterpreting the, the, what he is saying here. Again, and the quote is, "We can't monkey." He's talking to the voters. We can't of mess around by adopting yeah. a liberal a agenda. Socialist agenda, right? Correct. There's a big difference, but I think between saying that we can't allow. No, I'm not going to say. You know how I think it could be interpreted a different way. He's not saying that. I think it's, uh, with all honesty, I think it's a, a, little, a little much to do about nothing. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Oh, yes. There's already within 10 hours of the win of the Democrat Democratic nomination for Florida governor. There's already controversy. Uh, so this is going to be quite the 10 weeks between now and November 6th between Andrew Gillum, the Democrat, and the Republican, Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis very much to the right. Andrew Gillum very much to the left. Yeah. They appealed to their bases. They won their primaries. Now they'll walk their way, hopefully, toward the middle and perhaps represent all of us. But anyway, it turns out Ron DeSantis um, looked at the left-leaning, really left-leaning Andrew Gillum and his agenda and his, you know, platform, if you will, and said that, you know, let's not screw around with this. But he didn't say screw around. He said monkey around. And I think that that has, you know, it gets... Uh, people of color are are sensitive to those kind of expressions. And so when he started saying, stop monkeying around with the, the Florida's agenda, um, it turns out that, that that sort of caused a little bit of a ripple in this uh, election. And it's not even, you know, it's going to be quite the, the ride for the next nine or ten weeks. I'll bet you a dollar right now that Andrew Gillum says, won't even respond to it other than I have better things on my mind than to respond mm-hmm. to anything like that. Right. I'm more concerned with the things that are important to he the does. people of Florida, the economy, the environment. Meanwhile, you know, in the back rooms, it says, that's fine. We'll, we'll take out that mantle for you. Mm-hmm. I think there's an element of hypersensitivity here. Um, there's certainly there are, there are racial implications, but I don't think, I think that this was, I think this is being taken out of context. I don't think Ron DeSantis, uh, just by the structure of the language, uh, is it racist by any stretch of the imagination any more than, uh, than to use the term monkey bars to, uh, explain a playground apparatus. Mm. Um, DeSantis. Let's not screw around. Yeah. Let's not monkey around. With this liberal agenda that is being proffered by the Democratic nominee for governor, like I'm not going to vote for DeSantis, I'll vote for Gillum. But uh, 
This is, uh, you know, this is one of the things that, that happens here. Go, go for it. Go for it. Jump on that bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think another reason that maybe the African-American community was a little sensitive to that, like, for example, there's a there's a um, an African-American congresswoman who represents South Broward and some of Miami-Dade County. Her name's Frederica Wilson. You might recognize her. She often wears a cowboy hat. I know she is. You know who she is. And she was in the in the, the, the limousine or whatever, in some kind of car with the, the widow of a... Anyway, turns out she said the comment was telling coming from someone close to the president. She sort of links, because DeSantis is so inextricably linked with the president, uh, these comments become more inflamed, at least according to uh, Congresswoman Wilson. Uh, she says they always find a way to add some sort of insult in there and make it, you know, monkeying this up. Is, so she's saying it's on purpose. She said it is clearly communicating that. She's saying it's on purpose. She said they are clearly adding some kind it. of insult. No, I don't buy it. Now, someone else might see it a different way. She says she understands that you might see it a different way. But as an African-American woman, she says, that's the way I see it. Okay, so that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I would say you're being hypersensitive to a term that's been used by uh, by all races to refer to people who are screwing around and wasting time. Orange County's first African-American sheriff, speaking of which, is about to become its first African-American mayor. Lots of firsts yesterday. Jerry Demings, the first sheriff, right now is the first mayor. Uh, he won the open primary with more than 60% of the vote. People came out like crazy for Jerry Demings, which means he won't face another vote in November. He gets it clear away. He got more than 50% and he's in. Another merry-go-round. They just go round and round. It's still a small town, you know. Well, now you're chairman it's of the like, county commission. Yeah. Now you move over to the school, school board. board. Then the sheriff mm-hmm. moves up to the chairman of the county commission. It's just a merry-go-round. Yeah, just goes around and around. Same old mm-hmm. players, it seems. Yep. You know, here in Orlando. You know, in Orange County, yeah. we just don't we we just don't like, like fresh that, blood. It's like that game, um, musical chairs. I think Jerry Demings really has an, a, an agenda, you know, for how to move Orange County forward any more than Teresa Jacobs has any agenda for improving the Orange County school district. Nope. Come on. Not sure Please. either one of those are true. You know, the, have you seen him ever come out and say? Here's something brand new that we need to do to improve the blah, blah, blah. No, no it's just the that. same old, same mm-hmm. old, same old yep. boilerplate. Both candidates will who, who will face off in November to be Florida's attorney general, they didn't get 50% more or more. So they have to face off in November. We've got two people, both of them from the Tampa area. State Representative Sean Shaw took the Democratic nomination. Republican winner, again, former Hillsborough County Judge Ashley Moody. She is really linked to Pam Bondi, uh, that one. Uh, and for the uh, agriculture commissioner, um, it's a, an attorney from South Florida, Nikki Freed. She's the one who Wells Fargo threw out her campaign account last week saying that uh, she was in favor of Who's medical the one that was, says she was abducted by aliens when she was a kid? Mm. Oh, I don't know who that is. That was one of them running Miami. for attorney general? Or no, not no, no, a, sorry, no. I mean agriculture commissioner. Uh, no, this was South Florida. I thought I don't know. Or Congress? Yeah, running for Congress in yeah. South Florida. Yeah, yeah, she's a okay. bit of a, a little bit of a, a strange one. Uh, pre- speaking well, I don't of know. speaking you, of strange, you know anybody that's been not. abducted? No, no. Yeah, if it happened I'm, to her, is she supposed to deny it? Mm-mm. No, I believe in the immaculate conception, but boy, oh boy, I don't believe aliens, in aliens. abducting no. people. Mm-hmm. You got to be out of your mind. <laughs> Let's take a little break. It's the Phillips <laughs> okay. File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. 
Let's get back to the news. we got the birthdays and the food and all that stuff. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to Mo. Okay. We'll do a little bit of politics, and then we'll get back to some other more you know, local or interesting news. Uh, the, the president had a big meeting with evangelicals. Oh, and, the most put-upon people in the United States uh, now. Well, White I, Christian males over the age of 50. <laughs> oh, God, are they picked on. Now, I don't understand why evangelical leaders are okay with the hush money payments to the porn star or the Playboy model, but they seem to be okay with that. Well, you have but, to understand we're all sinners. Mm-hmm. And we it understand out, this man is a sinner, but he's also doing the Lord's work. God bless me. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. It's always, what about Gorsuch? Or what about Kavanaugh? That's they will look the They're other important way. Important things in it's the eyes of God that mm. are more important about a man than a man's personal sins. That's between him and his God. Mm-hmm. Praise Jesus. Okay, the November sixth election, Paula he White says, there? is a referendum not only on him mm. but on your religion. Oh yeah, okay, uh-huh. you got that right. So he says, if we, the Republicans, do not get reelected, or this becomes a blue wave. Yes. He says that there's going to be violence in the street. What? Mm-hmm. What? Those people, the other people, the blue wave types, oh, will they... overturn everything that we've done as Republicans, and they'll do it quickly and violently and violently. He oh, the anti-fascists will come out, huh? He says there's violence. All 14 of them. Mm-hmm. When you look at those anti-Klansmen or anti-Nazis or anti-fascists, um, he says those are violent people. And, uh, yeah, and if he, he also said... What else did he say? Go out and make sure all of your people vote, he says to the evangelicals, because if they don't, it's November 6th. And if they don't vote, this is a quote now, Yeah, we're going to have a miserable two years, and we're going to have, frankly, a very hard period of time. You are one election away. Another reason to go vote. Vote blue. You are one election away, he continues, yes. from losing everything you've gotten. Little thing, Merry Christmas, right? You can You couldn't say Merry Christmas. What he's saying, wait a minute, whoa, whoa time out, time, time out. So the president of the United States is, is suggesting before these evangelicals, mm-hmm. if there's a blue wave this fall, go out and vote. And let's say the House is taken over by Democrats, Righto. they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that you can't say Merry Christmas. You're one election away. <laughs> Oh boy. From losing he's everything a, you've gotten. He's a total jackass. You couldn't jackass, say Merry Christmas is what I don't, I'm just reading it off the page. I mean, is he, I mean, it's just Yeah, he's a bit of a loose Now it's just getting, Seems a little now it's bit just tired. It's just tired well, old. It's been a very quiet hurricane season jackass. so far, Jim, but this is the peak weekend for hurricanes. Are they going to throw you in jail if you if you don't say Merry Christmas? You didn't say Merry Christmas. You said Happy Holidays. Take him away. Put him in the gulag. Oh boy. Don't be fooled. By what has been a very quiet hurricane season this summer. Yeah. The National Hurricane Center has a warning saying this is the weekend where stuff flares up. Nah. And there's a tropical wave. Boy. I showed you the map yesterday where there, the area that is primed for ripening, you know, for whirling up. Now they say, less than 24 hours later, there's a tropical wave over Africa expected <sighs> to, you know, come late Thursday, tomorrow, or Friday by the weekend, they expect it to get a name and be a tropical depression. Wait a minute. The tropical wave off Africa is going to be here by this weekend? No. It's, What's it moving? That is 500 not, miles an hour? That's not what I said. I said the tropical wave that's over Africa yeah. is expected to move over the far eastern Atlantic late okay. Thursday or early Friday. And then over the weekend, it will become a tropical depression. It's way too early to tell if it will affect Florida, but it will perhaps have a name by Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Two more workers died early this morning, like four in the morning this morning, 
after they were on some scaffolding and doing some work at the JW Marriott Hotel down on Disney. Oh, not on Disney property, though. But it's right there on the border. You know, of, it's a Disney hotel, whatever. Is it a Disney hotel? Uh, or no, is it's it a not. It's right there on the fringes. It is not. It's not, not a Disney hotel. No, no, no. The accident occurred, you know, just on the, uh, what, on the border, you know, of that. But they, of course, you know, that workers were on the support structure. This is fascinating to me. They were on this scaffolding, I guess you would say, on the seventh floor of the hotel construction project. They were pouring concrete. The Marriott on the other side of I-4? At Bonnet Creek. I think there are several Marriott's. This that is the big one? JW Marriott at Bonnet Creek. Yeah, on the east side of I-4. Mm, maybe. Because that's not Disney. Right. Property, I don't know if that's it? a JW Marriott or... I'm not know. sure. Because a lot of the... Some, especially at Lake Buena Vista, there are a bunch of hotels mm-hmm. that are on Disney property, but they're not Disney hotels. Right, percent. right, right. Correct. In other words, OSHA will have to investigate this thing. What happened was they were all up on the support structure on the seventh floor of the project oh. and were pouring concrete. Oh. And all of a sudden, the support structure collapsed. Two victims were killed. A third guy hung on and climbed to safety, sustaining some injuries, but not hospital. And a fourth guy was on the scaffold, also not hurt. But wow, four o'clock in the morning. This all happened at four in the morning. Uh, I don't think I'd ever get on, you know, the scaffolding, those window washers and all that kind of stuff. I'd rather be tethered to a rope and a harness washing windows than be on one of those scaffolds. There are too many pieces and parts. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. The more pieces and parts, to mm-hmm. me, the more things can go wrong. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Right, it's... Pinkman? Correct, Amundo, sir. <laughs> What's uh, the matter with you today? You're a little bit quiet today. What's going on? <laughs> He's waterlogged. You betrothed that another link to that <laughs> oh, ball and chain? What's tired? happening? What's going no, on? it's not that. It's just that someone that I work with that I thought was my friend sadistically took advantage of me today. Oh, no, that's oh, sad. Was that Mikey? No, Mikey could never hurt me. Oh. Okay. Look to the one who's laughing currently. Took advantage of you, Jackie. What are you doing here? I'm not here? quite sure what that means. I'm, I already called HR. More okay. details in the audio file. Okay. John McCain's service—the first of several services—happen earlier this afternoon in oh, Phoenix. Oh, jeez, I saw he the was photograph. Late in state. Oh my God. The daughter and yeah, crying. She was hysterical. Cindy yeah. McCain. I mean, it just mm-hmm. breaks your heart. It, it was very. It breaks sad. my heart. It That's was, hard to do. I understand. Uh, there are more memorials and tributes to Senator McCain tomorrow. Also at the Baptist Church, will feature multiple tributes and uh, including a tribute from one of his dearest friends. It's so weird. Like Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. This one, former Vice President Joe Biden. Yeah. Later in the day, his body will be flown from Phoenix, so it'll be two days in state in Arizona. Then it'll be flown late tomorrow to the U.S. Capitol for another rotunda viewing and a memorial service. That'll be on Friday. And then Saturday, there's a service at the Washington Cathedral, and then he'll be buried at the U.S. Naval Academy on Sunday. Saw Lindsey Graham being interviewed earlier today. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a real pussy. What? He is, <laughs> I mean, politically speaking. Oh. You know, first he comes to the defensive sessions, and then I said, eh, you know, you, President, I, pick who you know, want. I, I, the only thing I'm, t- I think there may be a strategy here, and I haven't figured it out yeah. with Lindsey Graham. You no, know, you think he's that quietly? Yeah, I think uh, somewhere, and I haven't figured it out. He's setting, he's setting up Trump for something, and I'm not sure what it is. Because he realizes when you say nice things about him and you support him publicly, mm-hmm. you yeah. have an in. Uh-huh. And he's been playing golf with him. Yeah. And right. so now he's, like, publicly He's kinda, taking sessions to the yeah. curb a little bit, but I think there's, I oh, think there's there something some, in he's play playing here. another game. Is there yeah. method to the madness, maybe? Yeah. Oh, good. If I can't figure it out, certainly Trump can't figure no, it out. Oh, well, that's a good <laughs>
Yeah, you're just a smart cookie. Just I'm saying. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Well, the president. I mean, when it was... comes to that kind of stuff, I'm pretty good. They palace intrigue. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not too bad. If I can't figure it out, I know you know who can't figure it out. Oh, oh my God! I didn't tell you the food today. What is it? Well, today I, is August, I was nervous about August 29th, 2018. Starved too. Okay, I don't know what you think about this though. Want some sushi? No. This. Oh, you're close. I, I had some earlier. California oh. rule. Today is national. Wasabi. No. Yeah. Chop suey day. Oh, that's uh, not close. That's I don't know. It's not even dish. Chinese food. It's Amer- mm. It doesn't say American chop suey. It just says chop suey. <laughs> not sukiyaki. Chop suey. I'm not exactly sure what's in chop suey. I think it's just a mishmash of stuff of Asian it's stuff. Like a stew. Mm, yeah. Well, Our- they started using chopsticks. I remember Drew Garabu said his mother made American chop suey with that chunking stuff, but she made her own version of it. And when, as he described the ingredients that. Mrs. Garabo put into her American chop suey. It made me my stomach turn upside down. Gabagool. No, it had none of that. Would you put frankfurters in there? It was some weird combo. Yeah, <laughs> it was that gelatinous. Uh, I'm going to text that you. Gelatin. That was a childhood gonna, throwback when we would suey, have Chinese right? food. It that was out of the can. The yes. chunking out of the can, and, and the top section was I different. I used to like it. Yeah. Not yeah, bad, right? Talk about insulting. Forget mm-hmm. that monkeying around. Have some Chinese friends over chop suey. and give them some of that no. chop suey uh, out uh, of the uh, can. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Oh. I think that sukiyaki might be Japanese. Sukiyaki. I don't What's know. more inappropriate? These sound effects yeah, are saying monkeying around. I don't know. Both are nasty. Gabagool. Okay, the president, he may have forgotten about Sessions today, but today he threw his own White House counsel under the bus, Don McGahn. He says is leaving. So he basically fired the guy on Twitter at one in the morning. <laughs> Don McGahn represents the taxpayers well, of the United States so. of no, America. Uh-uh. He thinks he's it's not, his guy. Well, he does. And that's mm-hmm. how, another reason that he's stupid. He's Jim, leaving. you said that the president doesn't write his own tweets. At one in the morning, who was in there? No, yeah, exactly. Has, no, there, there are a couple of other people that help Trump. Sometimes. Yeah, and we don't know. We're not quite sure who they are because they don't want to be recognized because they're in fear of... Do they pur- recognize? They write them, yeah. and they probably right. no. They Do write. Do they purposely spell things wrong? Oh, I don't know. But Cuff they F-A write them, and, and then they probably oh. send it to him, and he mm-hmm. sends out what he likes, and mm-hmm. keep, you know doesn't send out. You know. Well, Don McGahn wakes Either up. That, he's not sleeping at all. Mc- I don't think he. I I think he falls. I think he sleeps in the morning. They say his first executive meeting is not until eleven o'clock in the morning because he's up so late. And yeah, he sleeps. He probably sleeps till nine o'clock. Nobody watches Fox and Friends. That's at seven. Well, he might have it recorded, but he calls in, too. Yeah, he does. Uh, never mind. I All right, forget it. Don McGahn, he, according to the Twitter storm uh, that had to do with this White House counsel, lawyer yeah. guy, um, the Trumpster said, I don't know if he was sitting on the can or what, but he, t- he tweeted out that he will be leaving, not he, Trump, but McGahn will be leaving in the fall. Right. He will leave his position. Now, here's the quote. Shortly after the confirmation, parentheses, hopefully, of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the U.S. Supreme Court. End quote. Yeah, because McGahn is le- he's leading the campaign, the congressional campaign, so to speak. He's trotting him around and showing him off and, like, you know, trotting around the pony in the ring. He's doing that with Kavanaugh. But don't be confused. He's not President Trump's personal lawyer. He he's thinks the, he is. He's the White House counsel. And as White House counsel, you yeah. represent the taxpayers. The office of the president. That's who his client is. The presidency. But, look, you say you understand it, but how come he doesn't understand it? Well, he represents more than the presidency. He represents the executive branch of government based in the White House. Right. Uh, my question remains the same. What? If you understand it, why doesn't he understand oh, I don't, it? I don't know. I, I can't speak for him. I've, I've stopped doing that. Well, I, I don't know. 
the Obama Presidential Center. I'm just afraid that what's going to happen if I don't say Merry Christmas. Uh, what are those evangelicals going to do? But what, I don't celebrate Christmas. Was Apopka's own Paula sp- White at that yes, meeting? she was. She was at the dais even. Yeah. Uh, standing really close to the president. You know what Omarosa... Uh, uh, Claims. I'm not going there. In her... Book. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, you have to read it for yourself. Oh, there's something... Yeah, Paula White's got that huge, uh, you know, prosperity huge. gospel church. She's, she's got something that's huge. On the McCormick Road. Uh-huh. You know. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, give us your money. Reap what you sell. You give me money and God will bless you. Mm-hmm. God will bless you. I will speak to God for you. And God, through the Holy Spirit, will bless you tenfold. So be sure to tithe through me. And, uh, and I'll make sure you're I'll in make, with I'll, Jesus. Yeah, I'll, pass yeah. it on to, I'll pass it on to God. She'll pass it on to Jesus herself? Yeah, whatever. I, I didn't know. But, you know, yeah. if you don't mind, I'm going to keep a little bit for myself. Well, sure. We don't want our pastor to be in the poorhouse. No. Not by any stretch uh, of the imagination. Uh, by the way, I won't be here this, you know, for a few days because I'll be in Washington with the President of the United States. God bless, God bless <laughs> Jesus, God bless him. Yes. Uh, phony baloney. All right, listen. He's a big phony baloney uh, along with the rest of They are building a presidential center. Every president has a library and a center and all of that. The um, President 44, otherwise known as President Barack Obama... His presidential center will be on the south side of Chicago, and it's now moving forward. He discussed the future of this. Is that where all the shootings are? Maybe. Uh, He made a surprise appearance at the Foundation Southside offices yesterday, telling the audience that Mm. he is committed to building this campus in Jackson Park, despite recent complications. It was his first visit to Chicago since May and the summer break. Um, What about them shootings? Yeah. What about them? What about them? Those are his people. (laughs) You know, that's, that's it. Talk to your people. It's day two of the Aretha Franklin public visitation at the (laughs) Museum of African American History in Detroit. For the second consecutive day, a large crowd gathered from early morning outside the venue, hours before the doors opened, so they could get in line and pay their respects to the singer. It'll be open until 9 tonight. And a third day tomorrow, Thursday, public viewing will not be at at the museum. It'll be at the New Bethel Baptist Church, where Aretha Franklin's father was the pastor for many years. Her funeral will then be on Friday for family and close friends at another church in Detroit. He was a player. Who, the father? That's what they say. You don't know. A great... Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, sermonizer. I heard Franklin say so. A, oh. a sermonizer. <laughs> what do you call a sermonizer? He's he a great sermonizer. A great preacher. Pre- he was, yeah, he was but a he was a ladies' right? man as well. Oh. I mean, nothing doing? wrong with that. How you doing? Single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man of married. Love to mingle. Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin, she said, you could tell at the front, my you know, the front my, pew. My, my daddy, the ladies who were interested ah, in, in the father, my daddy Franklin, I think said that their skirts were hiked a little higher than oh, normal. Oh well, that don't be a hussy. You're in church for goodness' right sake. Right above the knee. No, no, don't be a hussy. That's what she said. Just Not a little in church. Bit, a little bit higher above the knee. It's mm-hmm. almost those, uh, almost those words, Penguin. Those church ladies, they, you have to be I'd modestly covered. Her. You know, you can't have your business showing in church. I mean, for Pete's about? sake, you have to be modestly They're covered in church. I don't know, modestly covered in church, Penguin. Not if you want to have sex with the pastor. Hey, I don't know what anyone's doing. Stop it. That's why I always wear short shorts mm-hmm. to church. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. Uh, you know the singer Pink? Yes. She's been married to a guy called Carrie Hart for a while and mm-hmm. has a couple of kids with him. And, and? and now he's taking the kids around to do these activities, but the kid is sicker than a dog, 103 temperature, Ooh. and he's trotting these kids around, and he's getting all manner of social media grief from What's he people. doing that for? People are... Is a Christian scientist? No. The, the husband, <laughs> Carrie Hart, is ignoring complaints. He may have put people at risk by bringing these sick kids out into, you know, into the public. Making us sick. 
I know. The former moto, he's a motocross racer. You know, so he probably thought, you know, buck up and do it. He posted pictures of his kids on Instagram with one kid had hand, foot, and mouth disease. Another one had 102 temperature. What? He's trotting these kids out to activities, and they're sicker than all get out. Well, what's Pink have to say? Well, she's on her tour. Well, she's still and, got something to say, doesn't she? Uh, well, I would hope. Uh, well, but, she's incommunicado because she's on no, tour? No, no, no. They're See. with her. They're with her on the tour. The, the husband and the two kids are with her. And some concerned moms came out in, in force in the comments, basically saying, you know, I, I hate when people do this. They either mom shame or parent shame, in this case, the father. You know, you're not a good parent because you're taking your kids out and not well, You're not a good parent if you're taking your kid out with 102 degree fever. And you're exposing I'll, I'll join that. other kids to, you know, whatever your, you know, the rot that <laughs> yeah, your kid screw has. You. Hey, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to the hospital until it goes to 104. Point one. <laughs> uh, the dad heart posted again saying look i'm not affecting the world so stop it and our pediatrician said everything was a-okay so leave me alone oh, you have a pediatrician who says your child's 102 fevers okay mm-hmm. i'd be looking for a different doctor uh-huh i mean would you i, I mean mm, yeah. yes mm-hmm. yes indeed yeah. It's like the doctor oh. on The Simpsons. Kids can run a little high. Dr. Dr. Nick. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. Nick. That guy. Who's uh, the other hey, one? everybody. Dr. Mm. Hibbert's the other one. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, this past weekend with the Jacksonville shooting at the gaming uh, convention yeah. uh, or competition, uh, there's already a lawsuit by our very own Morgan & Morgan. Uh, well, the people. Uh, I know. Yeah. In the lawsuit. How surprising. They're alleging that the security firm and negligent security, if, if there was any, Contributed to Sunday's mass shooting at the Jacksonville Landing. Yeah. They are representing several victims in the shooting, including one who was shot multiple times. Um, now we come to learn that the kid who did the shooting yeah. had a history of mental health problems. Records from the divorce of his parents uh-huh. show he was treated for psychiatric issues as early as age 12. All right, let's move on to some birthdays. I got birthdays. A plenty. Uh, happy, happy birthday today to... Former husband of Barbara Streisand, but he was also in the original MASH, Elliot Gould. Uh, he's 76. Uh, oh, please. Older Pinkman. Uh, he's 78. Uh, no, not even close. 77. Pinkman, 80. <laughs> Told you. Told you he was older. Okay, let's young it up a little with Aaliyah Michelle from Glee. Uh, I don't know. 30, pretty young woman. 31. Jim. From Glee? Mm-hmm. No idea. Glee. She's 33. Uh, 32. On the dot. Oh, no. I have to admit that hurt. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. Right in the solar plexus. Oh, took the air out of me. Good one. I don't know. You want? Okay, I can go young or I can go old with the last one. Yes, life is great. What do you think? Go young. Young? It's not up to me. It's up to Jack. Sure, go young. Jack. Okay. One of the boy band members from One Direction, his name is Liam Oh, Liam. You know, oh, Liam. Not yeah. Harry Styles, Wait, but yeah. Liam Payne. Let me think of my posters. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Liam, I know you got them. Back in the age lines. Yeah. 26. Oh, too young. Go older, Jeff. 24. Damn said, it. Oh, no. 25. On the dot right Whoa, there. Oh, 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 <laughs> yes. And that's the Lottie Duh. Just call me Moira. All the three of your life is going to be miserable Uh -uh. over the next three hours. Here's what we're going to do. We'll open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You win good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours next on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, we don't like you either, but it's a really easy way to keep up with all our contests. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. From the... 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Here we go. Julian is on the line. He will play against Mr. Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. Uh, if Julian wins, of course, he will have good fortune for the rest of his life. He knows that. He also knows if he loses, he will have to face 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to roll the dice. Whatever number you roll, we will add to 18, and that will be your handicap for the afternoon. Fair enough? Fair enough. I think that works better. All right, Julian, you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, Julian, speak right into the telephone line, clear so I can hear your answers. I have 10 questions for you, including the famous crow question at the end. Countdown for Julian. In three, two, one, begin. Julian, uh, today is Lewis Day. Sexual harasser and comedian Louis C.K. took to the stage for the first time the other night. How old is Louis C.K.? Uh... 64. Louis Farrakhan is the leader of the Nation of Islam. How old is Farrakhan? Uh, 72. Judy Garland starred in the movie called Meet Me in St. Louis and released in what year? Uh, 1990. What's the population of St. Louis? The spirit of St. Louis is the plane that Charles Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic Ocean in what year? 1934. Actor Louis Gossett Jr. is 85 years old. He played a drill instructor in the movie An Officer and a Gentleman with Richard Gere, released in what year? 1981. Emmanuel Lewis is an actor best known for his role on the TV show Webster. How tall is Lewis? The the Lewis and Clark expedition into the West started in what year? Seventeen eighty eight. Jazz trumpeter and band leader Louis Armstrong, better known or Louis Armstrong, better known as Louis Satchmo and Pops, died in nineteen seventy one. At what age? Sixty two. Get it within twenty five. You went out right. If Louis Armstrong was a crow in New Orleans, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Pensacola, Florida? 172 miles. Time. All right. All right. There we go. All right. Bring Mr. Pinkman in. Pinkman is on his way back, Jim. Pinkman is on his way back. Here he comes. Okay. Got a headband on? Yeah, bro. It's the soccer player way. I roll the dice. Your handicap is 18. Whatever you roll, we're going to add to that. Not to worry, though. Shouldn't have to worry. I'm worried. (laughs) Yeah, just roll the dice. I mean, you can roll it a couple times. You wouldn't have to worry. What do you got? Oh, Oh, wait. That's two. That's a two? You rolled a two? Snake eyes, baby. (laughs) Son of a gun. (laughs) 20-second handicap. How's that horseshoe feel? Ten questions for you. Ready? 
Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Today is Lewis Day. Sexual harasser and comedian Louis C.K. took to the stage for the first time the other night. How old is Louis C.K.? 56. Louis Farrakhan is the leader of the Nation of Islam. How old is Farrakhan? 67. Judy Garland starred in the movie called Meet Me in St. Louis and released in what year? 1958. What's the population of St. Louis? Uh, Five million. The Spirit of St. Louis is the plane that Charles Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic Ocean in what year? That was 1940. Actor Louis Gossett Jr. is 85 years old. He played a drill instructor in the movie An Officer and a Gentleman with Richard Gere, released in what year? 1988. Emmanuel Lewis is an actor best known for his role on the TV show Webster. How tall is Lewis? 6'2". The Lewis and Clark expedition into the West started in what year? 8. 1971. Jazz trumpeter and band leader Louis Armstrong, better known as Louis Satchmo Pops, died in 1971 at what age? Uh, 51. Get it within 25, you went out, right? If Louis Armstrong was a crow in New Orleans, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Pensacola, Florida? 412. Time. Oh, boy. Should Score I stop the... the clock now? How old is uh, Louis C.K.? Julian <laughs> said... 64. Pinkman. 56. He's 50. That's How old is Louis Farrakhan? Julian said? 72. Pinkman. 67. He's 85. It's tied up. The movie, Judy Garland movie, Meet Me in St. Louis, released in what year? Julian said? 90. Ooh. And Pinkman? 58. 1944. Pinkman oh, leads yeah. two What's to one. What's the population of St. Louis? Julian said? 72,000. Pinkman? 5 million. 320,000. <laughs> okay, it's tied up again. That was close. Spirit of St. Louis, playing the Charles Lindbergh, flew across the Atlantic in what year? Julian said? 34. Pinkman? 40. 1927. Uh, Julian takes the lead. Louis Gossett Jr., 85 years old, played a drill instructor in the movie An Officer and a Gentleman. I think he won an Academy Award for that. Mm. Uh, that movie was released in what year? Julian said? 81. Pinkman. 88. Off by one, 1982. Ah, Julian. Emmanuel Lewis is an actor best known for his role on the TV show Webster. How tall is Lewis? Julian said. 5'8. Pinkman. 6'2. No, he's 4'3. He's the little bitty thing. I don't even Webster. know who that is. And, don't you know. don't know who Emmanuel Lewis is? Wow. Whoa. Pinky. It's generational. Whoa. Oh, boy. Wow. The Lewis and Clark wow. expedition into the West started in what year? Julian said. 1788. Pinkman. 1871. Do the math, 1804. It's uh, Julian. What's the score? It's uh, six to two. <laughs> Julian has six, <laughs> and Pinkman has two. Jazz so trumpeter and band leader Louis Armstrong, better known as Louis Satchmo, Pops, died in 71 yeah. at what age? Julian said. 62 years old. Pinkman. 51. 69. Okay, it's now seven. Get it within 25, you went out right. <laughs> wow. This is your last chance, Pinky. If you I get it, think this is gonna the rest happen. of it doesn't even count. If yeah, you, uh, I really don't care all that much. You know where New Orleans is, right? And you know where Pensacola Louis is, Louis right? Armstrong yes. was a crow in New Orleans, whose place of birth he would have to fly how many miles to reach Pensacola, Florida? Julian said. 172. And Pinkman. 412. The answer, 201. Oh, he misses the um, outright stuff, but he gets it and wins handily. Well, it seemed further. Congratulations, away. Julian. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think it was going to happen for you. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, he Gwen Graham do. Wow. Or did he Andrew Gill on me? I don't know. I don't know. The tech service says Pinkman's winning this one for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Dude, how the hell am I supposed to know who Emmanuel Lewis is? Oh, my goodness. Who he doesn't was like know a little Emmanuel bit of a thing. Lewis? I don't Pinkman. know Emmanuel Lewis.
For all I know, he's a Frenchman. Who's taller, Daniel? uh, What's it? uh, Danny DeVito or um, Moira Day-Lewis? Danny DeVito. Emmanuel Lewis. Danny 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 DeVito's taller than Emmanuel Lewis. I mean, Emmanuel Lewis is close to almost midget size. No, 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 little little person. person. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. um, Thank you, Ron DeSantis. Whatever. I got. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Let's not midget this up. Stop it. We're not going to mess around with that. No, we're that, not going to midget it up. That little people agenda. No, That stop liberal it. little people agenda. Nope. <laughs> I got the recipe for American chop suey, if you're interested, from I'm, Drew Garabo. Uh, chop suey is American yes. chop suey is different. Not It doesn't have anything Asian in it. it There's nothing Asian about chop suey other than Americans think right. it's Asian. No, it's, uh, it's a U.S. creation. But it still has bean sprouts or... Water chestnuts or something. You right? pour that on a plate in front of somebody from China, they probably hurl. I that's right. American chop suey is altogether different. It's oh, more like it's, a, oh, it's, a, it's ground beef and macaroni with tomatoes, onions, and peppers. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it does. That's America. That's Drew's anyway. American chop suey. That's what he told me the recipe. I do you with chopsticks? Nope. <laughs> no, I think it's just anything you throw in a pot. You know, it's like mm, throw that crap in there. Yeah, that's what Mrs. Garabo called American chop suey. I don't think I've had chop suey. Like real chop suey from Chunking or whatever the... Since I was 10 years old. That was the worst round by Pinkman in all of history. <laughs> That's no, not true. So he has had worse. Says this texter at no, Real Mobile no. 77031. Oh, what do they know? They don't listen. Well, Emmanuel Lewis. They are. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't know that guy. Webster, dude. Webster. That means nothing to me. How did you not see that show? Oh, you're, you weren't even born How, What do you mean, how do I not see that? I'm like... You weren't even Three born decades yet. I didn't see the show. The youngest person on the show. Wasn't my demographic either. I, mean, not, I know who Emmanuel Lewis is. Yeah. Pinkman, you're all stressed out. You should try some ASMR. No, I hate oh. it. Oh, it's the Phillips File. Jack's audio file upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. That thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tantrazini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. (laughs) You learn something new every day. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Oh, Jim. Well, thank you very much for joining me today for the audio file. A lot going on, but let's start local. And we stay in Orlando with Jason Christ. Uh, Jason oh. Christ this morning was on open mic with Mike Bianchi over on 96.9 The Game. Mm-hmm. And he was talking with Orlando City's former head coach about, you know, uh, ha- being fired from the team and what he's up to now. He's, he's, he's a handyman. His heart was broken. He did, as a matter of fact. Uh, He talked about, uh, well, let's take a listen to Jason. First, uh, uh, asked about the European model. The European model in soccer is sometimes it's a quick uh, yank uh, 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 when you want to get rid of a coach. They make a quick decision to replace a coach out to bring in a new guy. And uh, he was uh, asked if he believes that is a good model for the MLS. For me, no. For, For me... Uh, especially in MLS with the salary cap, the way that you have it, and the, uh, the inability for coaches to turn teams over in a very short period of time. Those are the things uh, that in Europe you can make work. A coach can come in, and because he doesn't have a salary cap, if the owner is willing to put down the budget to, to completely overhaul the team, a new coach can come in and change things extremely quickly and, and can change the mentality, can change the soccer sure. uh, group that he has to work with. But in MLS, you can't do that. 
Well, yeah. So he also uh, talked about, you know, you know, uh, Mike asked him, you know, how does it feel like getting fired in the middle of the season and asked him if he thought he deserved the whole season. What do you think he said? Of course he does. He thinks he you think Jason Christ thought he deserved the whole season. How how am I going to turn it around? You got to give me a chance to get through one whole season. Yes. Let's see what the former Orlando City right, coach Mo. had to say. Yeah, for sure. You know, I really did feel like um, I, I gave my heart and soul to this club over the last really year and a half. Uh, as I said, it took a long time to get the team to where I really felt like these were our guys. Our guys, he, yeah. yeah, went on to say. But he also said it stung. Uh, to have that torn out from under you within, you know, less than half a season is extremely difficult to uh, to cope with. Mm-hmm. There you go. He's, uh, he's spent a lot of time traveling with his family. He, you know, since 96, he's been in MLS, played for a little over 11 years, coached for about 11 years. And the time he was let go from New York and the time he was let go from Orlando, that's the only time he's had time off during the season. So he's uh, enjoying. And his kids were in school here, too. And yeah. That, and, oh, and his, fa- and his wife loves living. In Central Florida, so he remains uh, uh, living, I believe it's in Winter Park. Um, And uh, it was a lot when going into this season, they replaced 22 of 27 players coming into this season. So they were considered his guys. So he was asked, was, you know, did they assemble the right team or or were those the wrong guys? Um, I don't know. And I don't think it's, it ever can really be said. I know that the team still is struggling extremely hard. Mm. Uh, but I think some of that struggle comes with, with change in leadership. Definitely. So That's why James O'Connor changed uh, goalkeepers. I'm convinced of it. Yeah, that makes sense. To make a statement. I think I'm in he charge announced now. that I'm in yeah. charge. And Edwards yeah, is so in. So let's just get this straight, whatever. I, you know, let's get this straight, everybody. Mm-hmm. You're playing uh, for this team, and I'm the coach of the team. And uh, now I don't know if there was any kind of mouthing off by Ben. Who knows? But I think uh, O'Connor said, "Oh yeah, here's what's going to happen. You're going to you're going to do what I tell you to do." Hasn't worked out too well lately. Mm, nope. Defense stinks. Oof. Uh, All team stinks. Now, now. Well, anyway, Jim, oh, I predict there are some shining stars. There. I predict a win. Ooh. I don't know. This Saturday night. Oh, look at you. Philly Union's coming to town, and we'll have the game here. Uh, oh, it'll be over on 96.9, the game, at 7 o'clock. Be nice to have a win. Yeah, yes. Philly Union coming to town, because then they go on need. the road for a couple games. So, Stole a uh, chance. Emotionally, I think yeah. we need something. Mo, you'll be at the game, right? Yeah, 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 Saturday. That's yeah. because true supporters support their team through thick and thin. Right. In the good times and the bad. Matter of fact, it's the bad times that make the good times sweeter. I like that. We'll be Nothing there. wrong. You don't have to be a fan. There's no rule that says you have to be a fan of anything. I'm a neutral. I'm a Susan ticket holder, though. Proud of it. Well, there's no rule you have to be a fan. You choose to be a fan. I know. Yeah. Yeah, but fans always try to make people who are not fans, uh, what's wrong with you? No Mm-mm. one's saying that. I think you're feeling guilty, and you're bringing that on yourself. That's BS. Why fans are you doing do that, that all the time. Fans do that all the time. Why aren't you a fan? Why don't you support the team, this, that, or whatever? Well, fans do it all the time. Who's that's saying the, that to you? That, I didn't say anybody's mm-hmm. saying it to me. I'm saying that's what fans do. It's the nature of, oh, why don't you support the team? There's no rule that you have to support a team. Just because they're local. Does that I mean don't know. There's no rule whatsoever. I don't know if I've ever said that to anyone about being a fan. Like challenging someone, how come you're not a fan? Oh, you've said it all the time. I've never said that. Oh, you have about all the, the time. Yankees, I think you should be a Yankee about the Yankees? fan. Oh, well, that's the nature of being a fan, and that's, you're a fanatic. That's just being smart, being yeah. a Yankee fan. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I'll support the team when the team is good. Mm. That's not how it works. No, it isn't really. 
Well, sure it is. Mm-mm. That's well, a fair what? weather fan. That's a different kind of fan. Yeah, yeah, it's a fan. It's yeah. a type it's a of fan. fan. It's a bandwagon yeah. fan. I'll be a fan when they show Up me, the uh, uh, you right. know, they're worthy of being me of me being a fan. So only if they're winning, if they have a little bump, a speed bump along the way, no good. What we've learned this week, we know what Jim's Speed have... bump? They had a wall. Mm-hmm. They sort of did. But... <laughs> it's All right, I'm trying to be positive. I supported this team. I'll bring this team to Orlando. And then you I'll abandoned them, Jim. great MLS in this town. You abandoned them. You brought them here and you abandoned I don't them. Get the, I don't get the the attention I, I deserve. You kicked them to the curb. Why should you? After you got them here, you kicked them to the curb. Upgrade this team. Oh, I'd, boy. Upgrade this franchise. Okay, that's, there's that again. I upgrade the aura of, oh, of soccer, professional soccer mm-hmm. in this town. You have when it. everybody else included Bianchi, by the way, said, oh, this will never work. Pat Who Clark, gives a crap everybody. about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Nobody's interested in soccer. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Then all of a sudden they see the attention being paid by fans and people in town, and then they changed their tune. Oh, finally, I got something to to uh, to cover instead of uh, junior college volleyball uh-huh. and the magic. Oh God, they'd probably rather co- uh, cover volleyball. Mm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. You're cranky today. I'm cranky. I'm just telling you how I feel. Did you have a hot dog yeah, or something? No, not at all. You just did. telling you how I feel. Oh, geez, you got to be this way and you got to be that mm-hmm. way. Let's be us. You don't have to be anyway. I know mm-hmm. what you need. What? I, Jim needs to relax. Oh, Let it go. Maybe oh, his here. daily. Oh, don't get me. Don't, don't do this to me. ASMR. It stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. You know who that is? That is Janet Jackson. What? Yeah, she was at an iHeart uh, station uh, in in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and she, they created an ASMR video. They heard us talking about it, and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. this is a great idea, because yesterday, what did we say we were going to debut today? Pinkman's ASMR oh, video. God, mm-hmm. not as nasty. No, we have, Forget and it. it is now posted <laughs> at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. I'll play it. Pinkman's play it here. ASMR video here. Take, I can't listen to it. Take, well, I think no. I have my meditation in today. Come on, maybe that's why I'm cranky. <laughs> wait, wait. Here, here's a set. And this is well, oh, man. I want to wait. Come I got, on. I got to save this portion. Let me, let me bring up the other. Hang on, because I have. There's something that happens at the end that we want to say. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah, going to play it for you. Tip your hat here. Yeah, this is Pinkman. Yeah. Oh, oh. So I posted it, and guess what? Instead of Pinkman, they put the picture of Janet Jackson up there. She is Sorry, prettier. Pinkman. It's okay. All right, here we go. I didn't expose myself at a Super Bowl. This is all about ASMR, otherwise known as automated sensory meridian response. I don't know what that means, so you have to Google it. Anyway, you get to hear weird finger movements like You can hear scissors clipping, kale cooking, thunder rolling in maybe. Either way, it all has to be in a creepy whisper tone. And some say it makes your teeth tingle, and others watch it in the comfort of their own home with the blinds drawn. So <laughs> this has a thirty-day shelf life. Mm-hmm. Oh, this Jim, whole it, damn it's thing. been around a while. It was yeah. like that dancing yeah, down the street. Remember that it. thing? Yeah, exactly. It's been around. So anyway, I want you to listen, and we even have slow motion at the very end. Mm. It, take a listen. Slow this motion. is the end of the video, and this is why you should watch.
we put the microphone inside Pinkman's stomach. No, it sounds like. <laughs> Godzilla? No, it sounds like one of those old, old World War II submarine movies when they've turned off all the engines because, they're oh, the, yeah, because the enemy has uh, sent a depth charges their way. Mm-hmm. And you just hear the sounds of the creaking and the... Yeah, yeah. So if you want to see what that is, and it might explain Pinkman's um, look today... Mm-hmm. As well, you'll you'll understand when you watch the video, Real Radio Real Radio yeah. FM. Click on the Phillips file. It was a lot of fun to make. Well, yeah, for you, for me, and and for Amanda, mm. Pinkman, right. not so much. Mm. Anyway, so uh, sorry, Pinky. I really appreciate you being a good sport, though. It's fine. Wait, what? Talk about bad mood. You're in a worse mood than I am. He is sour today. I don't I'm know. paid to be in a bad mood. <laughs> we don't pay him much, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. It's not like he had an ice bath or anything, is it? Uh-oh. No, that fed went away like four years oh, ago. Oh, that ice bucket challenge well, thing? not right? for uh, tennis. Uh, Just to raise some money. Mm-hmm. Novak Djokovic. Yeah. Um, it, it's hot. They're playing in the, the U.S. Open. His uh, opponent is Martin. I can't even say that last name. Not without getting dumped. Strilly. No, it's... Mm. I, I'm not going to try and Spell say it. it. F. U C S O V I C S F U C S O V I C S Fushevik. Yeah. Oh, good, good. That sounded Fushevik. good. Yeah, I wasn't going there. Anyway, so Fushevik. they play a couple hours. It's extremely hot. What do you do? You take an ice bath, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny because uh, Martin and I were ice bath one next to another. So we had the two ice baths. We were. Naked in the ice baths, oh, it God. was quite a quite wonderful feeling, you know. <laughs> uh, battling with a guy for two and a half hours, and then you get into the locker room, and uh, you haven't finished the match, and you're naked in the in the in the um, ice baths. All right, it enough. Was, uh, quite a magnificent feeling, I must say. <laughs> He's a good sport, anyway. Listen. Yeah. So they find one of the female uh, players, and then they find her. They issued her a code violation because she changed her shirt. Uh, they took a uh, heat break or whatever you want yeah. to call it. She went and put a new shirt on. She came out onto the court. It was inside out or It was something. inside out or yeah, backwards, right. and uh-huh. she changed it, and that's against the rules, and they gave wrote her up some kind of code violation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, against the rules for women, but right. not for men. Mm-hmm. Men can change their shirts on a, court. A, a bunch what? of times, too. Yeah, they can true. change a bunch of times. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, she didn't what, what, expose What's the her... rationale behind that? That the men no can idea. do it and the women can't. Well, I'm sure in days gone by, it was, you What's know, the mod- rationale that women have can only play a certain number of sets as opposed to men? Because they are the weaker, uh, weaker oh, race. Oh, okay. You know, no, that's can't tax them. Because <laughs> typically after a match, they would still be required to go home and make dinner. <laughs> no. For their husband who was still playing tennis. No, none of this is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please don't yeah. shoot me, ladies. <laughs> I kid. Let's move on. Um, wow, there's so much going on. Serious? You want serious? Do, do whatever you want. It's your your bit. Mm, all right, mm. I'm, I'm skipping that. Uh, no, that's uh, it's all serious. So let's get to the serious. All right. In Texas, it was a guilty verdict for a former Texas cop. Um, it, it was the, the shooting of an unarmed black teen. There was a party. They showed up mm-hmm. to break up this party. Um, you know, everyone was told to get out of the house. They were, the cops were inside the house. They heard shooting outside. They come outside and there's a car with four people in it. 
uh, one officer is saying, stop, do not move that car, do not move that car. Stop monkeying around. Yeah, well, <laughs> they continued to move the car. The other cop Mm-mm. shot into the car, oh. and this... What happened? The jury unanimously find the defendant guilty of murder as charged in the indictment. Uh-huh. Yikes. Guilty of murder. And now he, he was claiming that, you know, his he felt his partner's life was in danger, but the partner said he didn't feel his life was in danger. Oops. Yeah, so uh, anyway, that's uh, Odell Edwards, the father of the victim, Jordan Edwards. Jordan Edwards was 15 years old. Oh, at this party. Uh, Bullet to the back of the head. He Mm -hmm. died. This was one year ago. His father, uh, uh, Odell Edwards, uh, reacts to the verdict. I'm happy, very happy. It's been a long time. (laughs) It's a hard year. I'm just just really happy. Uh, Moving on, Pennsylvania, the story of the problems of the Catholic Diocese and the Catholic Church in Pennsylvania continue. Uh, Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro talks about the way that the church officials hid and documented evidence of child sex abuse. So it wasn't bad enough that priests were behaving in this manner, abusing and raping children. Their bosses purposely covered it up to avoid law uh, enforcement Mm -hmm. on these crimes. They found that there was not only widespread sexual abuse, rape of children, but they found that there was a systematic cover-up that went all the way to the Vatican. Got that right, all the way into the College of Cardinals and the Pope himself. Bishops, They know all this stuff. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, there's a story in the New York Times today about the machinations behind the scenes within the Vatican. It's like junior high school. I mean, the backstabbing and the conspiracies, it's all about power grab. It's all about grabbing power. And do whatever you have to do to grab power. And if that means shielding one another from charges of uh, child abuse and molestation of, of, of men and who are seeking the priesthood, what a joke. Here's Pennsylvania AG Josh Shapiro. It's horrifying to think what these men of God did to these children and then to have the cover-up that quite literally was very purposeful. They were doing it to shield these predator priests from law enforcement. Yeah, stop calling them men of God. They're not men of God. They're, they're, they're pedophiles who are attracted to the priesthood because they know they can get close to kids. Whether it's the Catholic Church, I'll tell you that in the- evangelicals, whatever it is, any organization where, uh, where pedophiles can get close to kids, that's where you're going to find them. They, 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 they make it easy for them. So they had they when they came out with the news uh, a couple weeks ago, it was a thousand or over a thousand victims. I'll tell you that in the roughly two weeks since we released the report, we've received seven hundred and thirty three calls to our special clergy abuse hotline. The Central Florida Diocese, the Roman Catholic Diocese of Central Florida, has still refused to answer whether any of those priests out of Pennsylvania or any other priest who was, a, who, was a, who was investigated or thought to engage in child molestation was shipped here to Central Florida at any given time. Now, why won't the Roman Catholic Diocese of Central Florida answer that question? If I was a Roman Catholic, which I'm not anymore, at least not practicing, mm-hmm. I'd like to know. Today, the Orlando Diocese did, I don't know if they fired a priest or they removed him. Um, who was accused of sexual misconduct. Jeez. That news came Close. out today. Mm-hmm. And let's leave it with this, with the A.G. Shapiro. 
We have evidence that the Vatican had knowledge of the cover-up. I can't specifically speak right. to Pope Francis. So He's saying it does go to the Vatican. I will wager $1 okay. that there will be calls within the year for the Pope to resign. No deal. Well, a cardinal was calling for it. Damn it. Yesterday. This past weekend. Right, right. When nice he was try. in... When he was in uh, 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 Ireland, when the Pope was in Ireland, uh, a U.S. Cardinal right. was saying that the Pope Pope knows about it, he should resign. Nice try, bro. Yeah, you gotta try. Not today, terrorists. Yeah. Uh, Jim, a lot going on, of course. Not only the, the ASMR Pinkman video on our website, <laughs> this video as well on our oh, website. Hold on! I gotta pull over! Don't move! Don't move! Don't move! Whoa, what happened? Don't move. Hold on, I'm pulling over. That's America. Well, the Whatever kid, it is. The kid was crying, but you could distinctly hear another adult female laughing. Yeah. And at the end was, stop crapping on me. That's because her cat pooped on her. And like any kid would, <laughs> when you got poop on you. It? That's the last thing you want is poop on you. And uh, you can see that video posted at realradio.fm. Click on shows, the Phillips file, catch that. But make sure you check out the Pinkman ASMR video because it's got a uh, a big splash at the end. Now we got closest to the pin, the regular round. We'll talk with Scott Maxwell later in the program as well on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A restaurant has called off their Monkey Mondays promotion after a kid got his finger bitten off. I wonder if Ron DeSantis was behind this promotion. Next, speaking of animals biting digits, a former soccer player had a rat eat a hole in his toe while he was sleeping. More like rat toe too, am I right? Finally, police have arrested a man for selling drugs from an ice cream truck. Drumstick. More like drug stick. Am I right? Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Without money, what would we do? We got a little idea. We see what's going on. We say, money is the root of all evil. Right, see, this song, money. this song, you're not going to hear. You're not going to hear the rest of this yeah. song. You're not going to hear the rest. You're not going to hear this song again. Never? On this program. Get out of here. Bye-bye. Jim, CNBC is reporting breaking yes. news. I don't believe it. It's the end of an era. Why? Era. 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 Sign here. HBO has banished <gasps> its adult content from the website and the apps, including like, movies uh, and shows sex? like Taxi Cab Confessions, Real Sex, and Cat House. I don't think they've had a new episode of Real Sex in about eight years. I don't even know what that is. It was the you don't know what Real Sex is all about? Well, you better HBO. find out about it before you get married. <laughs> oh, yeah. I meant the show. Uh, oh. <laughs> I took sex ed. Taxi Cab Confessions. I like Taxi that show. That was a good show. Real yes. Sex and Cat House. Yes. Whatever that is. I don't know what that uh-uh. was. I can imagine, but well, I don't sure. know. Well, sure. It's a, some Parents raised thing. a good boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real sex. They always did a lot of things about Germans for some reason. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, the Germans, you know. Mm. And weird. a lot of people you didn't want to see naked. Mm. Yeah, so true. exactly. True? Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm. Okay. You know, graduate students at Berkeley, you know, making documentaries about Naked people and carrots or something. It was, Ew. It was like, what? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, it's like, well, you know, what is this all about? Mm. But that taxi cat, that was kind of interesting. 
Definitely. And there wasn't a lot of uh, uh, gratuitous sex, as I remember. It was just people. It was real people yeah. in the back of a cab. and the things Telling they stories about things, yeah. Sexy time type stuff. Not all the time. They were confessing what else? Well, yeah, sometimes they'd be t- talking about a breakup with someone. Oh, I see. You know, yeah, yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yesterday, I uh, revealed on the news that Alec Baldwin was supposed to be Thomas Wayne in the Joker movie. Yes. What he happened? now has pulled out of that uh, movie. I think he's difficult to work with. He blamed scheduling issues for why he pulled out of the role of yeah. Thomas Wayne in the Joker movie. Maybe they said he wasn't any good. Movie. Mm-mm. One of his brothers. Yeah, he's no. <laughs> They're still looking for he's work. He's no Billy Baldwin. He's That's no right. Stephen Baldwin. Or Stephen <clears throat> Baldwin. Yeah, he's no Danny Baldwin. Which is the one who went super religious, super that Christian. Stephen. Stephen's uh, went super Christian. I think super it's Christian. his daughter that's getting married to Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. Seriously, I think so. Mm. Been... I'm not. I'm not joking. Bieber. With you. Yeah, Justin Bieber. Mm. He's in love with Haley Baldwin. Aww. And you can take that to the bank. Okay. All right. I trust you. I All trust right. you. Okay. California's done away with one of the things that came out of yesterday's election was that California has voted to do away with cash bail. I've talked about that for a couple of years on really? this program and have recommended we do the same thing. Uh, there's no reason to keep people behind bars for no- nonviolent crimes. Yeah. Uh, it just takes up space. It costs a lot of money. And uh, many of these individuals are poor. They can't meet. Uh, they can't meet the cash bond requirement to get out of jail. Mm-hmm. Many of these people, nonviolent crimes, are held behind bars for several months before they, you know, can go before a, a judge to trial. Right. And uh, it it doesn't make any sense. And uh, there's been more and more conversation about this across the United States. And California finally pulled the trigger on it. Said we're doing away with it. We ought to do away with it here. Mm-hmm. You know. Florida sheriffs are always bitching and complaining, including that uh, Grady Judd down in Polk County. Uh-huh. You know, they're always pissing and moaning that they don't have enough money to run the jails. And then uh, then they put signs. I think there was a story in the paper over the weekend. It might have been Grady Judd down in Polk County. And then another one, maybe Putnam County. Where is that? Up near Jacksonville? It is. Palacca. Who actually uh, put out a sign outside the jail. It's kind of a play on words like the no bail jail or... You know, some kind of crap like that. We'll find it. You know, they put out things like this. You know, number one, you can ask the taxpayers, how much did that cost? Mm-hmm. And they're all yakking and, you know, going before the county commissions and say, we don't have enough money for the jails. We're packed here. And, so, right. and nobody suggests, as they should, well, let's do away with uh, cash bail. Yeah. You know, there's no reason. There's no reason to keep nonviolent people charged with a with a minor crime behind bars because they can't cough up a hundred dollars to get out of to get out of jail. They're not adjudicated guilty of anything. They're just held there for trial. They're not going anywhere. If you can't if you can't afford to post a hundred dollars cash bond, you don't have any money to go anywhere. Right. I can't believe I, I have a story I want to talk to you What's about. What's the matter? Tell me. Um Yesterday, a report came out that showed not 64 people died during Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico, but 2,975 people lost their lives during the storm Mm -hmm. or shortly thereafter because there wasn't enough energy or, you know, food, water, etc. The president just uh, said we put a lot of effort and money into Puerto Rico. And I think here's the quote. Trump just said. I think we did a fantastic job in Puerto Rico. The mayor of San Juan says that statement shows that this president is incapable of feeling solidarity or empathy. 
3,000 people. Threw paper towels at him. Come on. She said he came here and threw it's stuff at us. But he, he, you know, and now he's still all, even though he knows now almost 3,000 people died, he still thinks that we did, quote, a fantastic job in Puerto Rico. Well, it got their power on. It only took a year. Mm, and it's still not all on. Here's Beth. You're on Real Radio. Beth, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask more because she's always so pure, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> doesn't like to talk about sex. But I remember when when Jana Banana was oh, on boy. and you went, Maura, to the dude ranch. Oh, well, let's not talk about that, miss. Oh, my <laughs> God, that was the most hilarious <laughs> Yeah, I decided to be yeah a hussy for a, she the weekend. She was footloose and yeah, fancy free, single was. woman, sure. flirting with the cowboys. Uh-huh. Nothing wrong with that. I've uh-huh. done it myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, with the cowboys? Yes, cowboys. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They're good. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, I don't know. I never yourself, really. You know. I didn't get any action, but, you know, look, I didn't. it wasn't for lack of trying. I didn't either, well, Beth. I Thank know. you. Uh-huh. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. From... We'll talk with Scott Maxwell later in the program. Here's uh, George on Real Radio. Hello, George. Hey, Philip. I just got a I just got go. a comment to say. Yeah. Uh, the next person I tend to mention. Yeah. But first of all, I'm not a hater. I'm not a. I'm, I don't hate this person. Yeah, but okay. it's about DJ Cali. Yeah. What about uh, uh, DJ Cali? Okay. I'll through even if DJ Cali, and I know you will disagree with me because well, you don't know anything. How do you know that? Okay. Let me tell you. Even if DJ, well, I know because I do my research, man. Well, you don't know okay. anything about me. You don't know how I feel about DJ Khaled. You don't okay. th- think that it's outrageous that he would spend $35,000 to buy his five-year-old son a watch for his birthday? And what do you think I'm about that? About. Eh? Okay, even if DJ Khaled is successful and you see he got a... He's- he got a mansion and he's balling in Rolls Royce and private jets. I don't give a and crap reality, about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, then the you and I agree maybe. That, oh, that's the reality of the thing. The guy is talentless. He don't got any type of talent. He can't rap. Well, he's got a talent he to make him money. He can't. Okay, let me tell you. He can't rap. He can't sing. He can't dance. 
All he do is just appear some videos with Ferrari jackets. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing, too, but he's making he's making some serious cash. Somebody's me, paying him me, for something. Yeah, me, whatever. Let me, you, let, me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. why? He's a talentless person. Okay, he's well, good. he's talentless he's making a lot of money. Okay. He's, he's, I, you he's, not, he's making a he's lot not, of money because... He's, he's not in my... Why, why do you... Why do you care? Why do you, exactly. Why do you care God. about DJ Khaled? I'm just saying the guy he doesn't have any talent. All right, fine. Why do why do you Man, care God. about him? And the guy he's doing good because he's a sellout. He's signing to the Illuminati. Oh, the Illuminati! Oh, come on! You've run out of your floors. Read about read about Illuminati. Read about we, yeah. we know Illuminati. Wikipedia. It's on the dollar bill. Okay, George, we're in it. We can't talk about it. We're in it. We cannot. Yeah, we're not allowed. You can't. Well, you, can't you can't mention. You can't mention the Illuminati. No, we're not allowed to. I get the call every day before I come to work. We, they tell me what, what to, to talk say. about, yes, what course. to say, uh -huh. and I can't mention them. My career is on the. My career DJ, is on the line, DJ, George. When you bring yeah, that up. But about DJ Cali, he's no. doing good because he's a he's a sellout. What are you doing? What are you going to talk about next? The Masons? What? Yeah. Come on! What are you going to no, do no, next? Come no, on! No, 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 no! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The guy here. Well, the Bilderberger no Society. What are you going to do? Guy, You're killing me here, George. You're killing me no, here. DJ, I talk about DJ Cali. He don't got no talent. He can't rap. He can't sing. I know it. You know it. He can't sing. He can't uh, George, it's I don't think he can tap dance. Uh, 507, okay. and you are now 45 minutes if you, late if you for your electro, electro if you shock therapy. The if you see the video, we are the best forever. Yes. If you see that video, I've we are it. the yeah. best forever. I okay. love that video. It's terrific. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let, me tell you, let me tell you what's wrong with him. What's if wrong with him? If you see that video, he's holding the umbrella in a, in a white Bentley in the rain. Yeah. Yes. What he's, do what he's doing in that video... Nothing. Just pointing the finger at the sky and screaming. Is it a DJ Bentley or is it is it a Bentley or a Rolls Royce? What is it? I it's I can't a, remember. It's a, it's a it's a it's a white Rolls Royce. Well, you just it said it was a Bentley. It was a Bentley. So you don't know anything. No no no, no I did I did a mistake. You don't know the it's difference a, between a Bentley a and a Rolls Royce. Uh, you don't know crap, Jack. Hey. Oh, don't don't bring Jack derogatory term. See. Know what you're talking about? That's the fact, Jack. George is stepping out on us. He called the news junkie to complain about DJ Cali too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Man, I must really get his go. Yeah, we don't take second fiddle on any of this. So if you call him, we're done. Oh, try and explain yeah. that to him. You can't. You can't explain anything to him. Yeah, leave the Illuminati uh, out of it. All right. Really? I'm, Seriously. I'm gonna have to have that call later tonight, brother. They take that stuff very seriously, and then they show up at the front door. They got those hoods, you know. Uh, you can't see their faces. No, you can't. Mm -mm. I wouldn't know. They never return my calls. <laughs> I thought Must they were training nice. you. I thought they were molding you. No, they don't even for talk later. to me. Oh, no. All right. John Birchers will go for you first, then the Illuminati. Mm. There's a Mason Lodge near my house. I've been thinking about joining just to see what's up. But Do they have you... some kind of clubhouse? What do they have? Yeah, they, they've got uh, yeah. Lodge 69 is right near my house. Oh, That's not join. a joke. Oh, you watching that show? 49. That's right. Yeah. Mm. You watching that one? They call it... Their marketing is the Big Lebowski in the television show. Yeah, I saw that. And I said that, you know, I saw the... That's a glom on, isn't it? Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. like posing. You you can't pose with... If the Coen the brothers Lebowski. aren't doing it, it's, it's not, not the Big Lebowski. No. no. I thought that was weak. Cheap imitation. I agree. Stop it. <laughs> Sad. Wrong. More television reviews. I saw another episode of The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I watched one, too. 
I watched uh, I watched episode three last. I like night. it a lot. I, I I'm enjoying. Yeah, it. well, scary. episode three makes the, the the connection into how they got into that place, and you're like, oh, oh wow, that's not yeah. too different from off. what we're yeah. watching right I now think in that's politics. Essentially, the message: oh. attack on the free press. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? Oh, what are they worth? The free Who press. Who needs them? Yeah, they're free. They're not worth anything. Part of our democracy, Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Fourth estate, schmorth estate. <laughs> That's what I've always said. Well, mm. no. Is that really what you've always no, said? No, he's never yeah, said that. Has Ron DeSantis said anything? I mean, About the fourth estate? No. No, Ron DeSantis, of course, who won the Republican gubernatorial uh, nomination mm-hmm. yesterday. He will face Andrew Gillum, who's the uh, Democrat, on November 6th. To see who becomes the governor of Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ron DeSantis... At least according to uh, some, mostly Democrats, certainly. And African-Americans, for have, sure. Uh, has stepped into it because he uh, used uh, a, uh, a monkey term uh, talking about uh, Andrew Gillum's agenda, liberal agenda. And some people yeah. said it's hyper- Socialist uh, hypersensitivity. Other people said it's politi- political uh, incorrect, incorrectness, and back and forth and back and forth. And, mm-hmm. You know. Yep. He said, let me find it. I have the quote for you if you'd like. No, I got the quote. He said, uh, the last thing we need to do is monkey this up. This is Ron DeSantis, the Republican, last night saying, or early this morning, mm-hmm. saying the last thing we need to do is monkey monkey this up, trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. This is according to Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And the people who are Democrats, oh, my God, he used the, uh, used the uh, monkey thing. Not smart. And uh, to refer to a uh, an African American or a person of color as a monkey is a racist trope. There's no question about that. However, I don't think he was referring directly to well, <clears throat> Andrew Gillum. You're giving I, him a lot of credit. No, I am. I don't think, think he was. He's either not smart enough to, or not subtle enough to, or not you know sly. I mean, what are you saying exactly? Or do we just give him a pass? I on think him? You know, what I think it's it's hypersensitivity, and it should be taken in context because he wasn't referring to Andrew Gillum. He was referring to a socialist agenda. Let's not monkey around with us with what he considers to be this candidate's socialist uh, socialist agenda. But you understand that this is a trope that is very thinly veiled in this current climate. We didn't climate call Andrew Gillum have. a monkey. No, but this current climate is so uh, hypersensitive. You know, people are it's, it's thinly <laughs> when you see thinly veiled racism. I think African American people are looking like, wait a minute now, you know, somebody. I in, think they're allowed in, to say, was this a is, is this is this racist? Mm-hmm. I don't. Th- I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, you know, taken taken into context mm-hmm. by the statement. Right. He didn't say, I think Andrew Gillum is a monkey and he's really screwing up, uh, could really screw up Florida with a socialist agenda. He said the last thing we need to do is monkey this up, screw this up. Well, uh, how many times have we used the word monkey around? It's a common phrase. It's not an idiom per se, but it's a common phrase. Yeah. If you monkey around, you're wasting time. Stop monkeying around. Stop monkeying around. Get in the car. Stop monkeying around in there. Now, uh, in today's hypersensitive political climate, very, very much. If I were to advise Ron DeSantis, not that I would ever vote for him, I'd say you ought to get ahead of this as quickly as possible. Hasn't said a word. You ought to get ahead of this and say, here, you know, I meant no disrespect. This was not meant as an insult. 
and uh, just and then uh, go back and uh, ask his staff, say, would you please give me a list of words and phrases I should never use One of Mark- again when I'm on the campaign trail? Right. You know, after Roseanne Barr made some kind of monkey reference to somebody, uh, somebody who works for Marco Rubio compared uh, Obama to uh, the Curious George, who was a cartoon. It's a big difference. I understand. But, you know, this, whenever you say these kind of things, you have to be careful. I think you have to be thoughtful and careful uh, about how you just open your mouth I and blather be, on. I think we ought to be thoughtful and careful about hypersensitivity. He did not refer to him, and I don't think in, in the, you know, I think he just threw that out there as a term of monkeying around, gumming up the works, screwing it up, whatever, and he threw that out there. I don't think, do you think by design, he said, hey, Ron, when you go out there and, uh, you know, you give your acceptance speech and start talking about uh, Andrew Gillum, Throw that monkey thing in there. Get that monkey thing in there, because that'll really bring out the best of the Republican Party in the Sunshine State. I don't think that happened. Do you? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I have Do you, to you really don't actually know thought that Ron DeSantis right. said to himself, you know, as soon as I get out there, man, because Andrew Gillum is, a, is an African-American man, I Made am going to throw that monkey thing out there. I don't know if he's that bright. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, but I... I think it's... I think it's... I think it's Take it in context, and if you take it in context, uh, I think, at least uh, the way I think, I think it was just one of those things that he said, referring to Andrew Gillum's agenda, and, uh, you know, and if I was a Democrat, if I was with Gillum's campaign, i said, say, uh-oh, he threw the monkey word out there, jump on it. Yeah, and most black people, you know, that I've seen commenting on this, almost 100, to a man or a woman, they all feel very much like some, it's a, some sort of insult. And they say those comments are clearly communicating that insult. Now, someone else, they understand, someone else might see it a different way. But as a, an African-American, the people who I've seen commenting on this controversy, the African-Americans say that's the way they yeah, see it. And I wonder what percentage of African-Americans ever, have ever used the term monkey around, whether they're using it with their kids or people at work. It's a common phrase used by most people at one time or another. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is... Closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. And some uh, California roll. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Randy. Mark is the backup. I'm on a winning streak. What's my win-loss record? It is 88-32. Only 32 losses since the beginning of the uh-huh. year. Yes. And All the right. bet is that you won't get to 33. What's the uh, prize, Mr. Pinkman? Oh. Check this out. This is huge. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's tremendously huge. That's how huge this is. That's how huge it is. It's a pair of tickets to Camping World kickoff on Saturday, September 1st. That's this Saturday <gasps> at Camping World Stadium as Alabama and Louisville meet in Orlando. You can see the Crimson Tide and the Cardinals clash in primetime on Labor Day weekend to kick off the 2018 season. Go to CampingWorldKickoff.com for more info. UCF kicks off their season tomorrow night. However, here in Orlando, Camping World Stadium, Alabama, Louisville, you can be there. Wow. If you are the winner of today's round, 
of closest to the pin. Who's our player, Pinkman? That would be Randy, sir. Nice guy, too. Hello, Randy. Nice guy. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well, and you? I am doing wonderful. It's an honor to play against the gym. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, it, uh, excellent. Great attitude. I like mm. it. A lot of positive energy. I'm feeling it. Pinkman was Good. right. Calls you a nice guy. Let's see how this plays out. We have a category for you, Randy. Nice guy from Brad. Brad is also a nice guy. Co-producer for all things gaming here on the show. And this is I Palindrome I. Facts and figures about nice. palindromes. Palindromes are words that can be spelled the same forward and backward. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, that was exactly the response I was expecting. You ready to go? <laughs> Hang on. You'll get it, and guess what? You're in the same boat as Jim. Ready? Let's do it. Let's do it is right. In three, two, one. Some names are palindromes, like Hannah, as in Hannah and her sisters. Woody Allen's movie that was released in this year. 1957. Heidi Fleiss was the Hollywood madam. She testified Charlie Sheen used her uh, used to call her... Uh, Cell phone at least 27 times. How old is Heidi now? Um, 68. Dale Earnhardt Jr. left his race car, that's a palindrome, for a new career in the booth. How many Daytona 500 wins for Little E? Um, seven. The Honda Civic is in its 10th generation. When was the first generation introduced to the market? Uh, 1986. Doppler radar sure helps us keep abreast of severe weather. Radar was also uh, was instrumental in helping the Allies in World War II. And what year was the term radar coined? 1927. Time. All right. Good job. Let's put you on hold. Let's record Randy's time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ray this Darla. is like a word salad in this one. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Word she didn't use her call. I know girls. you got okay. all mixed up in that. So okay. I gotta, I gotta screw it up, <laughs> screw it up again. But that was it, very English. Of you. It should say, Charlie Sheen used her call girls at least twenty seconds. <laughs> but I'm gonna read it the way I did it. First. I know you have to. I don't know. I'm gonna wing it. See how it goes. Same. It doesn't matter. What does it all matter? It, it doesn't it, matter. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't at all. Jim, you're playing against Randy. Great prize on the line. Tickets to the Alabama-Louisville game this Saturday at Camping World Stadium oh as the uh, uh, college football season gets ready to yeah, kick off. baby. I believe tonight there's a match. UCF plays tomorrow night in Connecticut. And then Alab- way, what's, the, what's the line on that? Is it bigger than it was yesterday? It's 27 points yesterday. I think it's we're about the same there. Okay. Ready to play? Go Knights. Today's game will be presented live in live ASMR, and Pinkman will be doing the questions. Ready whispering. to go, Pinkman? He'll be whispering. Yes, there we go. All right. Okay. What's the category? Three, two, one. No. <laughs> We're not doing that. Jim, it's I, Palindrome I. It's from Brad, co-producer for All Things Gaming. Facts and figures about palindromes. Words that Deed. are spelled the same forward and backward. Bob. You want to keep going? No. Okay. You ready to play? Yes. Let's see if you can keep your losses at 32. <clears throat> and we reset the clock and begin your round in three, two, one. Some names are palindromes like Hannah, as in Hannah and her sisters. Woody Allen's movie that was released in this year. 1980. Heidi Fleiss was the Hollywood madam. Mm. She testified Charlie Sheen called her 
cell phone at least 27 times. Mm. How old is Heidi now? 52. Dale Earnhardt Jr. left his race car, that's a palindrome, for a new career in the booth. How many Daytona 500 wins for Little E? One. The Honda Civic is in its 10th generation. Mm. When was the first generation introduced to the market? 1978. Doppler radar Uh sure helps us keep abreast of severe weather. Radar was also instrumental in helping the Allies in World War II. In what year was the term radar coined? 1934. Time. Think about that. Time. Jim, I have your time, but I'm adding five seconds of your time. It's a handicap. (sighs) Nothing you can do about it. Mm Mm-mm. Unless you want to add to it. I don't think so. You sure? Oh, yes, come on, I'm positive. Oh, yeah, add one second. Deal. <laughs> oh, that just took you into Different territory. another digit. Yeah, okay. I'm not confident. <laughs> oh, boy. You want to add any more time? No. Okay. Here we go. I, Palindrome I. I believe it's also an album by They Might Be Giants. Uh, but it is a category from Brad. And it is all about palindromes like Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H. It's spelled, it's the same forward and backwards. Hannah and Her Sisters was a Woody Allen movie. What year did it come out? It actually won three Oscars. Mm. Randy said. Uh, 57. Randy, what are you doing? Jim said. (laughs) 80. 1986, Jim gets the point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was thinking of the other Woody Allen. Heidi Fleiss was the Hollywood madam. Madam is the palindrome. Right. What I was unable to say was... She testified Charlie Sheen used her call girls at least 27 times. What? How old is Heidi Fleiss now? Okay. Randy said. 68. Jim. 52. On the money. 52. Nice. Little E. He is now in the booth, but he used to drive a race car. Mm -hmm. That is a palindrome. Race Race car. It's the same forward. And backwards. Right. How many Daytona 500 wins for Little E? He definitely he won the most popular driver award 15 times, by the way. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite a lot. Mm-hmm. How many times did he win the Daytona 500? Randy said. Seven. Jim. One. Two. Jim gets okay. the point. Oh. On the Civic. Or to nothing. Civic. C-I-V-I-C. Civic. Oh, it's Civic. the same forward and backwards. Oh. That indeed is a palindrome. Right. The Honda Civic first generation introduced to the market in what year? Randy said. 86. Jim. 78. 72. Jim gets that point as yeah, well. Win. Yeah, Cur- win, Randy. He's a very nice guy. Cur- Cur- gonna, oh, I'm Don't sure he is. But Current I'm generation lose. began with the 2016 model of Civic. I really like it. It's got those taillights on the back that like look like a C and then a backwards C. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Yeah. I, can, I may get one of those next year. Anyway, let's move on, mm. shall we? Radio. Detection and ranging. Those are the words you take select letters and you have the acronym RADAR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What year was the term and palindrome of RADAR coined? Ooh. Randy said. 27. This is a five-point Good question, guess. by the way. Uh-huh. Jim said. 34. 1939, Jim sweeps. Oh, Randy. Uh, Randall. I am the greatest. I will whoop them. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, Shut up. hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Big goose egg. <laughs> Big goose egg, Randy. Sorry about that. You gave it a whirl, though. You gave That's it a try. True. That's all that matters, Randy. Good for you. Yeah, Mark, you yeah, pick yeah. up the prize. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio. 
Scott Maxwell right around the corner. You don't want to miss that. See what he says about the primaries in the Sunshine State. Time for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Noel Gallagher found a lost unreleased album in his sock drawer. What an unabashedly oasis thing to do. You hear this Angel and Amanda? Your favorite band is absolute bollocks. Next, some officers in North Carolina found what they thought was fentanyl and it turned out to be sugar. Finally, the Alabama school board has decided that Red Rover Tag and Kickball are inappropriate games to play. Sure. But kissing your cousin isn't. Roll Tide. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And Transmission. Oh boy, we are not the banks.com, a direct lender. Their mortgage is made easy. Brad and his team, uh, they do a great job. I used it for a refinance several years ago, and they take you through every step of the process, tell you what you're going to need, what's coming next, and they take you right through closing. In fact, they have a certified home buyer program. You're buying a new home, it eliminates the doubt. It helps you compete against cash offers and really will give you the advantage in a multiple offer situation because the name of the game is getting that dream home and closing on it and they can close in 30 days in most cases they even have a mobile closing unit at we are not the banks.com they you want them to come to you on your at the side of your property they can do that as well for all your mortgage needs they handle va loans they can uh, self-employed they have a special loan program for you go to their website we are not the banks.com Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From You're listening to The Phillips File. Wednesday. Every Wednesday at this time, we talk with Scott Maxwell, who, of course, writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We usually talk about what he's writing about, what he's thinking about. Please welcome Scott Maxwell back to the program. All right, so let's get down to it. What happened to Gwen Graham? Well, let's see. I think uh, a number of things happened. You can't under... Uh, you can't... I can't sell Andrew Gillum short. And by the way, uh, let me let me make it clear that I've said on said, uh, said on several mm-hmm. occasions uh, before yesterday, I said on the air, and I said Andrew Gillum will never be elected governor of Florida. Mm. Yeah. I, you know how you and I both said that uh, we thought this was the year for the Democrats? Yeah. So when the governor's mansion, right. uh, I, I'm rolling that prediction back now. Uh, so there's no there's no denying that he uh, caught fire uh, with with a lot of people. He right. touched uh, new voters. He touched younger voters. Yeah. But there's also some other things at play. One of the things at play is that Jeff Green dumped just a use your bleep button load Boatload. of money mm-hmm. into damaging Gwen Graham. I mean, I think Jeff Green spent more money going after uh, Gwen Graham yeah. than Andrew Gillum spent on his entire campaign, and uh, she only lost by three points. And and here's the thing, uh, Andrew Gillum has a lot of uh, good uh, messages. He's got a lot, of, a lot of positions that I, I'm similar with, uh, but he's also got <laughs> some baggage that's just going to be hard to shake. Uh, and uh, look at it this way: 
The Republican Governors Association, this is a group that exists for no reason except to make sure Republicans get into office, had only one, only one candidate made them scared. That was Gwen Graham. Mm-hmm. So for six months, the Republican Governors Association attacked only one of those five candidates, and it was because she was the only one they didn't want to see in office. They figured they could beat anybody else. Well, the Democrats uh, gave the Republican Governor Association what they wanted and uh, made her second. Yeah, so. but I said Andrew Gillum would never be the governor of Florida because he would never win the Democratic nomination. <laughs> right. And man, was I way off base on that. I mean, I was so far off base on that. Well, you and all the polls, and then, and that's a, that's a, a big media uh, booba mice. I mean, we <clears throat> they're they're wrong for for one reason. Younger people. Uh, you, you, pollsters don't catch people if they haven't voted before. They're trying to get the super voters who voted in two previous primaries. Well, if you're if you're 20 years old, you haven't even had one previous primary, much less. Also, they're using landlines. They're using cell phones. Yeah. Uh, millennials are using uh, Snapchat more than they're they're going to use these things. So the technology's screwy. Uh, but second of all, what in the media? What the hell are we following this bouncing ball of polls and fundraising reports and ads? I mean, if we were really doing our job, we'd we'd Put that aside and look at the issues and track records to begin with. So I, I, I hope that's a wake-up call for my industry, but I doubt it is. So the uh, big story today, of course, is the Ron DeSantis uh, monkey comment. Yep. Uh, is your, your take on this? I happen to believe it's uh, hypersensitivity, but if I was a Democrat, I would jump on it as well. I don't think he threw it out there. God, I hope he didn't throw it there on purpose. So... I think I've got a little bit of a conspiracy theory here, and I'm basing this on nothing more than gut. But when I first heard about it, I my thought was, I think this was planned. Do you? I think this was planned by his aides, and and not because not necessarily because they they wanted as a dog whistle, though it's part of that. Yeah. But because they just knew it would make Democrats' heads explode. That did mine. Uh, and, and, and right. And so they've gotten something that I think a lot of people are going to be able to say, all right, well, yeah, I'm never going to, you know, I'd like to never use the word monkey while talking about a black person, but I've sure used that expression a million times before. Right. I, I think he gives people an out so that it, it's not like calling for a lynching or it's not the neo-Nazi stuff in Charlottesville, but it's just enough to make everybody go crazy. And I, here's the question. Do you think there's anybody who yesterday was a Ron DeSantis fan? And then heard this and said, "Now nah, you know what? Now I now I think he's racist. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's about watching Democrats sort of go uh, bonkers." But I don't know. Yeah, I think it was if it was going to be on purpose, he would have used it maybe a second time as well, just to emphasize it. I don't know. I I just happen to believe I may be way off. Who knows? You never know about these things. I think well, it was I mean, taken out of contest. Of but you're absolutely correct. There are people that are going absolutely bazoo over this, and this is. I mean, the the term monkey around, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a common term. And I, 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 some, I just question how sensitive do you, you know, and this is what people say, ah, this is what's wrong with being, with being politically uh, correct or incorrect. It's one I of those things. Well, that. I mean, it, it, let, let's, God forbid, if I, if I, if I ever am thinking, man, I'm never going to do one of these things that these doofuses like Roseanne Barr and all these others that I'm not going to make a Planet of the Apes reference. I'm not going to call someone Curious George. I'm not going to say monkey right. I'm talking about a black politician. There's an obvious connotation there. But here's the flip side. If this is the thing that is making everybody's uh, head explode, that makes some Repu- – well, a lot of Republicans and then some independents go, wait, is this the best they've got? 
Is this, it's not the issues Gillum's going to bring. It's 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 this one monkey line, uh, and I'm not trying to you know necessarily downplay it. I'm just saying it it it, it starts off the campaign with a carnival atmosphere where once again nobody's talking about the issues that I think by the way Democrats would win. We got a state covered in toxic crap. I mean we, we could be talking about that. We got education problems all of the, over the place, housing issues. Gillum is right on all those issues yeah. and with the public sentiment, but we're screaming about the monkey line. Yeah, so. I think one of the best things that DeSantis could do is to get out in front of it and then and what Gillum could do is that I'm not concerned about this. What I'm concerned about is the lack of proper funding for education in the state. You know, do that standard because if you're just going to rely on Ron DeSantis is not worthy of the governor's mansion because uh, he used uh, the term monkey in a sentence, that's not going to that's not going to get you elected uh, a Democratic governor, I don't think. I think I think that's a fa- I think that's a fair assessment. I think they, I mean, like I say, he, I, I think it was planned. I think it's low. I think it's dirt, a little dirty. But I, I would uh, I hope I hope they're going to pop on a lot more because Andrew Gillum, if they listen to him, he will destroy DeSantis in the debate. Mark my words, I will. There's no way there's going to be more than I three, so. and I wouldn't be surprised there's even two because I think uh, Gillum will mop the floor with DeSantis. But but also, you haven't even heard one thing about this FBI thing going on in Tallahassee. The average uh, voter hasn't, and that entire city has been under investigation for like a year. Right. And so far, there's no indication that Gillum has anything to do with it. Uh, and there's all these subpoenas. He hasn't been part of any of them, but it's just a stink, and it's going to be a stench, and that's part of why I thought he was – I think that's part of why the Republicans were looking forward to facing him. So I think that's what you're going to hear about. The more he, Gillum can keep it focused on the issues, the better his chances are. But I think uh, Democrats passed up their best opportunity. Yeah, I'm going to polish my own apple. I told you so, not you in particular. But I mm-hmm. mentioned this and started mentioning this about a year ago, uh, the issue of cash bail in the state of California. They have voted to do away with cash bail essentially saying people who are charged with a crime but not adjudicated uh, guilty of a crime should not be held behind bars for not for nonviolent crimes. The cash bail, cash bonds should not be set. Is there any chance of this uh, making its way to the state of Florida, do you think? Maybe in uh, counties. I mean, we've heard, we we we've sort of take just recently taken the big steps with that uh, with the policies like that have been implemented in Orange and Osceola. Uh, but but this is not a statewide thing. In fact, I, I would tell you there's been uh, uh, the sheriff. What is it, Flagler? I think it was who's put a, a dumbass hotel sign right. on his uh, jail, yeah. and he's bragging about no vacancy because they're so full, and everybody's yucking it up and scratching their craw. Well, you you know what? Uh, all that says is you are paying a ton of money, Flagler County residents or St. John, I can't remember what it is, to hold people on uh, driving with suspended licenses and, and other uh, minor charges. These are not convicted criminals. My point is that there's going to have to be a sort of a sea change in mindset for that to come to this state, and we're not there yet. Well, it's these sheriffs that I mentioned earlier in the program. They're always the ones who are pissing and moaning before the county commission that they don't have enough money to run the jails. You know, they're always asking for more money, more money, more money. And the fact of the matter is they're crammed to the gills because so many of these people are held behind bars on a charge, not guilty of anything, and they can't meet, meet a cash bond. They can't cough up $100, uh, you know, they, they, or whatever the bond might be, you know, that they have to meet. Let me ask you another question. Is John Morgan going to buy Wally, um, uh, Wally's? Uh, I think he is seriously looking into it, uh, but one of the things he said was as much as he likes to buy Wally's, he dislikes losing money. 
so he's going to look to see if there is a way to make uh, money off. But yes, I think he's serious about doing it. Yeah, I think the only way you make any money off of that is to buy the property and then uh, develop it into something else. I don't know whether that would that would change things significantly. Yeah, exactly. What's coming up in the next yeah. column? So tomorrow I have 10 things to take away from yesterday's election, yeah. which are, include uh, some of what we just talked about. Also, uh, some of the other ones, uh, Jerry Demings, uh, don't, it's hard to uh, overstate what a political whooping he delivered yesterday. He did. This, is, this is a race that's, that's, that's since I can't, they brought me down to cover this race 20 years ago the first time. I mean, this is usually the biggest race in Central Florida, and it's never been cleaned up like this in the primary, uh, and it was the most expensive one. So if you, if you had to pick the new Big wig in town when it comes to politics. I think that'd be Jerry Deming. So we'll look wow. at that. And then Sunday, I have a little special, a third installment of 10 people that make Orlando a better Ooh, place to live. I can't so, remember. It's yeah. Phillips with one L, okay? All right, listen. It's Phillips with I, I one L. Two and a Y. So All right, no. okay. Good okay. enough. Thanks. Good job. Thank you. My pleasure as always. You guys, Billy. Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor is headed our way down the hallway. For his uh, speed round and casting call next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Minimum wage! Phillips File for a Wednesday. Wednesday at this time, of course, the... Shot Doctor comes down the hallway. Shot Doctor works at our sister station, FM 96.9, the game, Orlando's sports leader, home of the Orlando Magic. And also home of the UCF Knights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where Big tomorrow game tomorrow, night, right? They open up the season tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. That's a lot of stuff. Big fan. I got you know, to find a team I can be a fan of. And Jim. <laughs> We're having a viewing Orlando party. Orlando City's not working for me. I don't know about the Gators yet. Well, Felipe Franks is going to start a quarterback. I like that for uh, for Dan Mullen. That I like. Okay. All right. And by the way, Jim, we're having a viewing party tomorrow night for the UCF game. Oh, yeah? At District Eat and Play in the Oviedo Mall. Whoa. Wow. Which has lots of TVs. Uh, it has all kinds of games, video games, things like that. Mm. They have a menu of food that I looked at it, and it is fantastic. Well, usually, you know, yeah. when you post things like that, you know, they just bring whatever you want. They bring it out and bring it out. Just be sure to leave a tip, all right? I, I'm, Shot, Jim, tell Jim who's going to be there with you. Angel Rivera from the Monsters what? will be there with me. He knows Angel's his sports. Angel knows his Angel sports. Angel knows. That's why I asked, I asked Jack to put him on the show. Shot, what time does your show start tomorrow night? The show begins sure. at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Tell Jim what time you're going to get to District Eat and Play. Probably at 11 o'clock, and I'll tell you exactly <laughs> why, Jim. Why? <laughs> because I'm going to be... Because by the time sandwich. I have lunch, sure. I open up my laptop and I get my notes ready. I have my 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 hand notes to make on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Four hours before I showed you. Whose phone they, is that? Is that my whose phone? They my phone. My phone doesn't ring like that. Not my phone. My phone doesn't ring like whose that. Whose phone's ringing? I don't know. Right. Somebody's phone. Where's what my phone? What kind of buffoonery is, is it? Pinkman? My people know not to call. Yeah, it me wasn't me. It wasn't me. Was it's it Manson. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> All right, you ready for your speed round? I live for this kind of All stuff. Right, so the shot doctor oh, speed, speed round, round before yeah. we get to casting call. All right, it's not uh, it's not terribly difficult. No, I'm not here to put you in a spot. I've just got five uh, things I'll throw at you. Give me 10 or 15 seconds on each category. All right, let's start with pro football. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. As good as last year because the defense is great. They can run the ball with Leonard Fournette. Better offensive line, and Bortles will get the job done. Yeah, Miami Dolphins. Um, word about Tenny, he'll stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, uh, eight, nine wins, maybe. All right, Tampa Bay Bucks. 
When Winston gets back, week number four, if they're two and one, they can still make the playoffs. However, that's probably not going to happen. It's, it could be a long year. All right, Felipe Franks and the Gators. Love the fact that Franks, instead of Trask, Franks has a big arm, and, they, and he's a quarterback, kind of like what Mullen had at Mississippi State with Prescott and Fitzgerald. I think Frank's a great choice. Yeah, U.S. Tennis Open. Jim, the last time I watched tennis was in the 80s when it was McEnroe and Connors. So I know nothing about this stuff. Okay, very good. Thank you, Shot Dog. That's dude. it? Yes, that's oh, wow. it. Is there anything else? Oh, no. Did I lose something? I, 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 What's I, I, the big sports story today? Big sports story today was that college football begins in actuality tomorrow. This is good music, by the way. Who is this? Dave Brubeck? It's Benny Goodman. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. Jim, I'm, I'm an expert. Is it Brubeck? Like, Who is it? Benny Goodman. Oh, I actually, I don't know. The, the I just I titled it just with the name of it, which is Desafinado. Okay, enough of that. I want to hear it. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. That was written by the same guy that that, that, that wrote the song, The Girl from Ipanema. No, no, I don't not. think so. No, I don't think so. That was Sergio Mendes and Brazil 66. Remember that? Actually, Jim, it's a good song. Let me tell you about about Brazil '66. I've been to that beach. I actually sat on that beach. Where the 1984. Girl, you, you've been to that beach where the girls tall and tan and young and lovely. Brazilian, uh, Brazilian people are gorgeous. Jim, you know a lot about about Herb Albert, right? Yeah. Herb Albert's wife was a lead singer in Brazil '66. Lanny Hall. Did you know that? I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. If you go back to those those old videos, 50 years ago, the girl with the black hair, the lead singer. Yeah. Is, is Herb Albert's wife today, okay. Lanny Hall. <clears throat> Here we That's go. That's the kind of genius I bring to the table. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. What table? We don't know. I don't know. Time for a shot time to casting call. I take a movie. I take a scene from a movie. Then uh, we acted out on the air various uh, characters from the Phillips file. And then you decide if you're listening, if you care to. If you don't, that's okay. If you don't, that's okay. And if you can identify the movie, uh, notify us at realmobile seven seven zero three one. And is everybody ready? We have three people on the Phillips file acting out this scene. Well. Mo and Pinkman and the shot doctor. I am the master of these kind of things. You've been doing this for how many years now? How many years? At least five. Been... We haven't been doing this for five years. 2013. That's possible. No way. Yeah, you were doing it a little before I got here, and I got here four years ago. Mm. Wow. Jim, I've been on your show now for five years. <laughs> well, and, and, next, we... and next year we're going to make it six. <clears throat> And after that, we're going to make it seven. All right, here we uh, we have this movie. Is everybody ready? <laughs> yes. Everybody's on their mark. All right, take your marks, please. All right, makeup is perfect. Everything's looking good. Lighting is perfect. Cables are set aside. There's absolute quiet on the sets. Assistant director. Action. David Dombrowski's on three. Look, we're going to shake things up, Dave. Payne is going to go on the block. You're my first call. And because he's making the rest of the team look bad... He's going to be a rookie of the year. Probably an all-star. He's an all-star, Dave. No. I want a reliever in cash. Okay. You got five minutes, Dave. I'm not waiting. Billy, Pena is an all-star, okay? And if you dump him and this Hatterberg thing doesn't work out the way we want it to, you know this is, this is the kind of decision that gets you fired. It is. No, yes, you're right. I may lose Cut. my job. No, no, yes, you're right. You said no, yes, you're right. There's I said, no. I said, yes, you're right. No, you said, no, yes, you're right. You're hearing things. I'm not nah, hearing anything. I heard it, too. No, I'm hearing. I, what I heard was, <laughs> no, yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. Okay. Pick, All right. Up, pick up there. Pinkman, you start oh. from Billy. Pina okay. is an all-star. Ready? Action. Billy, Pina is an all-star, okay? And if you dump him and this Hatterberg thing doesn't work out the way we want it to, you know this, this is the kind of decision that gets you fired. It is. Yes, you're right. I may lose my job. 
In which case, I'm a 44-year-old guy with a high school diploma and a daughter I'd like to be able to send to college. You're 25 years old with a degree from Yale and a pretty impressive ap- uh, apprenticeship. What? What happened there? What's wrong? The you word. What happened? <laughs> you you fucked with the word. I got discombobulated. A pretty impressive Same. what? A All right, start from, start from you're 25 years old. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Action. You're 25 years old with a degree from Yale and a pretty impressive apprenticeship. I don't think we're asking the right question. I think the question we should be asking is, do you believe in this thing or not? I do. It's a problem, you think. We need to explain ourselves. Don't. To anyone. Okay. Cut. My God, was I good. Despite the fumfers, boy, was I good. Boy, I don't know. I think I was very pensive. Uh, to be honest, I think Mo did the best job. I, think <laughs> I just said Dave Dombrowski's yeah, on but, three. But it was perfect. No, Because Mo, see, here's, you know, here's, the, here's, here's what separates the pros from the amateurs. Yeah. Okay. I'm a pro. The pros, the pros are willing, the, the good actors are willing to listen to the director, which is me. Right. Yes. Because Mo said, okay, Mo, I want to hear that line. And she said the line. And I said, I said let's not end that on, an up, on the upspeak. Uptick, let's yeah. try to do it a different way. And she did it. She knocked it right out of the park, right out of the park. It was four Ooh, words. She understood Chuck. exactly what, what, what I needed. Dave Dombrowski's on three. Unfortunately, Dave on three. Unfortunately. No, that doesn't work. Uh, what? Well, you don't sound like a female, number one. Dave Dombrowski's on three. Well, that sounds awful. That was pretty Thanks. good. Spot on. No, you said Dave, and it's David. Shot on. Dave Dombrowski's on three. Dave Dabrowski's on three. I got it. Jim, yes, the guesses are texting in. Slapshot three, breaking the radio. <laughs> Beaches, smoking the bandit, weekend at Bernie's, yeah. Pine Hillbillies. That's Papa Murph's guess. Let's see. Meet the Fumfers. No. Uh, Pine Hills Cop two. No. Uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Uh-uh. Uh, let's go on. Pink Flamingos. I don't think so. No, no, no. no. Let's see. Fred and many other people guessed the movie Moneyball. Yeah, Moneyball. There you go. Ever seen that movie? That's a good. That's right up you your alley. You know, I, love haven't, that movie. I haven't seen it, Jim, but I know a lot about Billy Bean. I know a lot about the A's. I know a lot about the analytics part of it. So I'm very familiar with this movie, and that's why I did such a great job. Uh, uh, dynamic job. Yeah. I feel a series of Jimmy's coming with the shot doctor. I warned on this you one. in the office. I said this is. Uh, you know, all this is coming to a conclusion. I'd like to see you pick up a couple of jimmies before the end of the year, before I call it quits. And this is not... Well, what uh, quits? Me. I'm out of here. No, you're not. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, long, no, stop. Stop, just stop with that. That's nonsense. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gone. Sorry. I've never heard such... Buff- no, no, it's nonsense. Oh, he almost said a bad word. I've never heard such buffoonery in my life. That's better. Care. So what's on tap tonight? Okay. I got a few things going on. <laughs> One of which is 7 o'clock. Is Yankees, yeah. Yankees and White Sox at 7 o'clock. Last night, a dramatic fashion. Hey, what happened? Did the Red knows. Sox beat him last night or was the Yankees? I oh, saw some clips this morning, so but I sad. couldn't. No, no. Red Sox beat the Marlins last night, but the Yankees, on the bottom of the ninth thing, on a Neil Walker home run, beat the White Sox. Okay. Five to four. I thought I saw a Red Sox-Yankees game. When was? I never met. Yeah, make any difference. That was, that was a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, whatever. So I got that going at 7 yeah, o'clock. Okay. I'll be having a turkey sandwich <laughs> uh, with a salad with thousand dollar dressing while I'm having that. Yeah. Maybe a banana. That's about it. And yeah, then tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow. When I arrive at District Eat and Play, I'll be arriving with a massive hunger. So I'll, I'll be taking care of that, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm do, ready you, for I mean, that. do you eat constantly? Is it just one right after the other? Bring me this, bring me that. Maybe a bowl of chili, 
You know, then huh. you got a hamburger or something, and you give it a little bit of break, and then what, maybe a they have Texas sandwich style, or something? Jim, they have Texas-style chili mm. at District Eat and Play. That's my favorite kind. That's with beans or That's is without, without beans. beans? It means it's without beans and a lot of a lot of meat with a good seasoning in it. Yeah. No beans. Uh-huh. That's the best kind of chili they make. They've got that. Okay. So we're off to a flying start there. I'm very excited. Yeah, very excited yeah, about this. Flying All flying start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very excited about this. Plus, what do you think about UCF this season? Well, you know, the coach. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I am, really? I, you know, I made a lot of uh, edit, not fun, but you know, we had all that business last year, and it took a lot of heat and this well, and that. Thing, the, I'm, I'm really, you know, Jim, the good thing they're about, big time now. They're they're in, you know, they're 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 with the big boys. That's now. true. The good thing about UCF right now is that we had the whole off season of all the stuff about the this uh, the national championships and right. all this kind of stuff. Now at least we can play games. Right. So we're right back, right back at it. That's all that matters. So I'm ready for this. We got games uh, tomorrow night. We got three games on Friday night. Football's your thing, right? Football drives the bus. <laughs> Football is the bus. Mm-hmm. What do you Football, think about this new helmet rule? That is going to be a big problem once the NFL season starts, Jim. Why? Players don't like it, right? Most players don't like it. What's they, wrong? the guy getting hit? The rule. The rule. Nobody. Nobody's really sure how it's going to be interpreted when the games begin. That's the problem. Right. So there could be a lot of pen. It might cost somebody a job. So you never really know. And this uh, generally the rule is what you cannot use. You cannot your... lower your head and use your helmet. Oh, okay. you can't lower your head. Period. Offensive defense. Well, that's hard to t- sometimes tackle somebody, right? Bingo. That that's why this is going to be this is going to be very difficult to handle. But it's a safety issue thing. The league the league has passed it, and you can't lower your head. Right. This is going to be difficult when the, when the games begin and there's a critical penalty at the end of game. At yeah, the end yeah, of the game, yeah. It's going to yeah, cost somebody a job. It okay. could. All right. Let's hope it doesn't, but it could. All right, shot. Have fun tomorrow. Oh, you'll have fun. I'll eat enough food for all you guys. I so know. Of course you will. Thanks for bringing us on. We always appreciate when you yeah, bring something so by the office. We're going to have. Which has never happened. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I come by the office with a hearty appetite. Mm. No, I know. You <laughs> no, come you by come our by office with an appetite. You don't Looking for something we have. It would be nice. I'm just saying it would be nice sometime Once in if a you while. just came by and said, not for nothing, but I picked up some cookies for you guys. I might surprise you. Mm-hmm. It would be a surprise. Yeah. Well, I might I... surprise you. You never know. All right, Shot. Good job. Thanks a lot. Until next time. You got it. Shot Doctor on Casting Call. We're going to take a little break. We come back with a five-minute professor. God only knows what his lecture will be on. Mm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. It's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the five-minute professor. It's always exciting to find out what the lecture is all about. Greetings and salutations, professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips and the file. This week, I want to talk about my favorite magazine. Life. Do you have any guesses? Life magazine. Not Life. Mad magazine. Not mad. These are fine guesses. I like folding things together science. and making other pictures. No. Yeah, me too. Closest. Yeah. Closest. Closest to science? Close. Closest to science. National Geographic. National Geographic is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Nerd. I've had a, I've had a subscription since 1978, and if you've ever seen anything which I've, uh, if you're on Facebook and you see any things which the five-minute professor has put on Facebook live from my home. Yeah. There's there's an entire bookcase of National Geographic. You've kept them me. all. I keep them. I moved six times with just boxes and bags 
full of National Geographic. It's one of the dumbest things I do. That and I get married. Um, yeah, that's there's, true. There's, there's things. There's things I do. But uh, moving with the National Geographic is silly because I actually have everything up until the year 2010 on a compact disc. And it takes the space of eight of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I have all of them. Right. Every picture ever. All right. But National Geographic is an interesting combination of things. I think a lot of people think of it as a place where you can go to see topless aboriginals. Oh, okay. my favorite. Uh, <laughs> sure. Hey, when you're in the third grade and that's the only thing in the library, that's what you're looking for. That's usually uh-huh. your first glimpse at uh, yeah, right. a woman's boobies. Uh-huh. Well, it's not so much a thing now. In fact, I don't think there's been one topless woman in the last 20 years. What? Yeah, they got wise to it. <laughs> well, there aren't a heck of a lot of half-naked aboriginals. Will I mean, if you want to see a topless woman, you go to Nice and you take pictures at the beach. But that's not really what National Geographic's all about. The most recent edition, the August issue, has a cover story about face transplants, the science of antibiotic-resistant bacteria, the life of cheese and how molds and bacteria interact in the rind, plus a story about National Geographic on assignment, about how one photographer was almost killed by bats, and a trek across Central Asian mountain peaks, and helmeted hornbills. And this is what it's always been. Since 1888, the idea was to get scientists and archaeologists and people that were interested in finding things out in contact with people who had money who could finance those operations. Hmm. It was founded in 1888 by the man responsible for AT&T and Columbia Records. Any guesses? Hmm. AT&T. Does it start with a G? Why do it I does. hear my voice? Grosvenor. Uh, Grosvenor is a great guess. That is the son-in-law of the son-in-law of this person. Oh, I see. Grosvenor is the... Oh, Alexander Graham Bell. (laughs) Alexander Graham Bell is the middle one. He was the second president. His father-in-law, Gardner Green Hubbard. Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy. Actually, (laughs) he financed Alexander Graham Bell's work, and as a result, he owned AT&T. So it wasn't Alexander Graham Bell who founded it. It was his father-in-law who founded that and a record company, which eventually became Columbia Records. And what they did was they got people together. It started in Washington, D.C., and they got money together with people who were skilled in the sciences and archaeology to go out and get the answers. And it's one of my favorite things in part because both National Geographic and Coca-Cola both started in 1888. Two of my favorite things. Since... 1888, they have published a monthly journal. So they started in January of 1888. By September, they started publishing a monthly journal, which became the magazine we know today. They added that iconic yellow border to the publication in 1910. There are 12 monthly issues of National Geographic every year. The magazine contains articles on geography, popular science, world history, culture, current events, photography of places. Really, some of the best photos Mm -hmm. of nature and the world that you are going to find anywhere 
you're going to find there, except for sporting events. That's probably yeah, it's a great ESPN magazine. Uh, you used to have to subscribe to it. Now you can buy it at Publix. Correct. You can buy it issue by issue. If you buy it issue by issue, it doesn't support the National Geographic Society. It I can connect a- Clint Eastwood to the National Geographic magazine. What? Yeah, the bridges. Don't get of, ahead of me. The bridges oh. of Madison County, where he played a photographer right. who fell in love with the character played by Meryl Streep. I'm just taking some extra points right off the bat. <laughs> I'll give you some right there. Thank you. Uh, in addition to the flagship magazine, which by the way has a circulation of 6.8 million yeah. monthly, but 60 million copies sold in over 40 languages. It also. Uh, publishes the National Geographic Explorer, which is a classroom magazine, mm-hmm. National Geographic History, which launched in the spring of 2015, National Geographic Kids, which is uh, aimed to, to target school-aged children, mm-hmm. and National Geographic Little Kids for preschool children. And uh, you'll be surprised to learn that my daughter has had all of those. Of course. And she frequently tells me it's boring. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about National Geographic, I'm no longer a subscriber. I mean, the photographs are absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, but every once in a while, you know, they'd have a uh, an article about endangered species or they'd have another article where some lion is eating an antelope or jumping on a baby elephant. I said, I can't. I, I can't. I'm a wuss when it comes to stuff like that. Well, here's something that's interesting, and one of the things which has kind of turned me off from the magazine is that I've noticed a change in the last couple of years, which accompanied the fact that in September of 2015, the National Geographic Society announced that it was going to reorganize its media properties and publications into a new company Uh called National Geographic Partners, and it is 73% owned by Rupert Murdoch. Uh Yeah. Rupert Close. Murdoch. Yeah, it's a he, new not for. Yeah, Murdoch's well, too much of a businessman. He knows he can't change the character of that magazine and hold a uh, hold a, the same uh, level of subscriptions. Well, and not only that, he's getting out of the business because I, another company is going to be buying them out. We you know what I'm that. waiting for? I'm waiting for that article in National Geographic yeah. when they do an investigative piece on echoes <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Hold that thought, Professor. Uh, it's the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news, 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 news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Dubai is planning for one quarter of their buildings to be 3D printed by 2025. What are they gonna print them out of? Sand. Hehe, <laughs> get it cause they're in the desert. Next, a Kentucky man faked a heart attack to get an ambulance ride to the hospital cafeteria. It must have been chocolate pudding day. Nothing like a $5,000 Uber ride to get some pudding. Finally, Aria will be launching hot chicken wing and wasabi flavored Oreos. Wow. They're like the Doritos of cookies. Can't wait for the cool ranch Oreos. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From National Geographic Magazine is mm-hmm. the lecture today from the 5-Minute Professor. Give me another minute, uh, Professor, then we'll have the quiz. National Geographic has done some really exciting things sponsoring and and being the money and the driving force behind a lot of great discoveries 
the Titanic was found by Robert Ballard, who was supported by the National Geographic Society. Uh, John F. Kennedy's PT-109 was found because of the National Geographic Society. Uh, Richard Byrd's first flight over the South Pole. Uh, Jacques Cousteau's undersea exploration. Diane Fossey with the mountain gorillas. Jane Goodall with the chimpanzees. Louis and Mary Leakey, who discovered the... the Lucy. Skeletal remain, which is Lucy. Exactly yeah. correct. A point. Points. That's a point. Oh, points. Thank you. Points. Yeah, you get a point. Uh, and uh, the photo <laughs> arc project. Uh, and uh, also the discovery of fossil dinosaurs in China that have distinct feathers. All of those were sponsored by the National Geographic Society. They also created the movie K-19, The Widowmaker. That movie which had uh, Harrison Ford and Liam Neeson in it, uh, which was a historical uh, retelling of a story with some liberties taken. Yeah, the one but that nobody knows that. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well... I mean, the movie. I, I, right. No one knows about the movie. It wasn't super successful. It cost about $140, $140 million to make, wow. and it only made about $65 million. Mm. But it's a movie in the water. They're always tough. And I did mention that somebody other than 21st Century Fox is going to be involved with National Geographic going forward, and that is because just last month, on July 27th, Disney... Yeah shareholders right. approved the buyout of big parts of 20th Century Fox, including National Geographic. What they're not buying is Fox News, the regional Fox sports channels, and Fox Broadcasting. All the rest of it is being bought out by Disney. Are we ready for the question? Yeah, sure. Okay. On July 27th, Disney shareholders approved a deal worth how many billions of dollars? Oh, that's, uh, Jim, that's uh, $80 billion. Less than $80 billion. Jack, $40 billion. More than $40 billion. Moira, $60 billion. More than $60 billion. Come on, Fritz. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. $47 billion. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Less than $47 Less. billion. Less than 47 No, check that. Wait, check yeah. that. No. Yeah. $47 billion is out of the question. It is more than $47 billion. Sorry, It's man. more than $60 billion. Yeah, it's man. between yeah. 60 oh, and 80. It's between 60 and 80, Fritz. 60 and 80, and you Fritz. guess 47 Yeah, I meant 67 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. More than $67 right, billion. Okay, okay, Pinkman. I'm going to go with $74 billion. Close, close, close. I would have accepted 70. It's 71.3 billion. I'll give you some points. Pay attention. According to the the World Bank, how many countries in the world have a larger gross domestic product than the cost of this deal? How many countries in the world have a larger gross domestic product than $71 billion? Oh, Jim, that's uh, easy. That's five. More than five. Jack, 15. More than 15. Oh, boy. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Moira. Uh, 26. Way more than 26. Oh, Come see? On, you didn't say way more than five, you piece of... Hey, hey, listen. I, Casey. I, oh, Casey's playing. Yes, Casey. Casey's playing. Oh, Casey. Casey's playing. 100, Professor. Less than 100. Oh, there oh. you go, Casey. Fritz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fritz. Yeah. 70. 
Yeah. Yeah. Seventy is the right answer. Yeah. Good job, yeah, Fritz. Yeah, 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 nice yeah. job, Fritz. Janet yeah. yeah, Banana what was US, next. <laughs> yeah, what U.S. territory is listed as the sixty-fourth largest economy? So I tell you, seventy-one countries have a large Jack. domestic product, but what U.S. territory is listed as the sixty-fourth largest economy? Mr. Jack, Bradshaw? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Nice. Puerto Rico has finished, has played, excuse me, in all four World Baseball Classics, finishing second twice. What country has won the Jim. World Baseball Classic twice and finished third twice? Mr. Uh, Cuba. Nice. Not Cuba. Jack, Dominican Republic. Not the Dominican Republic. Ooh. Well. Wrong, Mr. Fritz. What, wrong what? Wait, what? Wrong. Oh. I thought he was Continent. Continent. Fritz. Continent. Japan, yeah, 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 Mr. Yeah, yeah. Japan is absolutely correct. Mr. Fritz has decided to pick this team up and carry it on his X very own shoulders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Japan has won twice and finished third twice mm. uh, in the four World Baseball Classics. What year did did what year did Japan Airlines first fly international flights? to the United States. Oh, Jim, Jim. That's, uh, that's easy. That was 1963. Before 1963. Jack, 1953. After. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we got this. Moira, 1955. Before. Oh, Fritz has got to clean up. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 1956. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Before doing... 1956. Pinkman. Come on, Pinkman, bring Pinkman it home. Yes, Mr. Pinkman. 1954, thank you. Absolutely very, very good. <laughs> and he spikes the ball. Oh, brother. The first, the first Japan Airlines flight was from Tokyo to San Francisco. And today, if you fly on Japan Airlines from San Francisco to Tokyo, uh, going uh, west to east, it is flight one. And east to west, it is flight two. Hmm. Question number six. In what 1954 best picture did Marlon Brando Jim. contend for an Oscar? Jim. Work off me. <sighs> on the waterfront, Jim. Well, it's either for on the waterfront or it's... He, didn't, uh, he not, didn't necessarily get it. He contended. Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking it's oh. either that or Streetcar Named Desire. Say one. Say one. I'll go on the waterfront. It is on the waterfront. Yes. Nicely done. In fact, that's why I said contend. Uh -huh. Oh, could have been because, a contender. Oh, because. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clever. How, how high was Marlon Brando's line? You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. How high did that line appear on the AFI 100 line Ooh. of best movie quotes? Oh, Jim. Uh, Jim. Work off me. Yeah. Mr. It's number Phillips. 10. It is higher than number 10. A smaller number Jack than five. number 10. A smaller number than five. Moira, Moira. three. <laughs> three is absolutely correct. Nicely oh. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Marlon Brando also has the number two line on that same list. Jack. For what, Mr. For what Greg. film? Godfather, Godfather two. two. Not Godfather two. Damn Jim. it. It's on the waterfront. It is not on the What's waterfront. What's the line? No, the line no. is like, so, make him an offer oh. he can't refuse. 
Yeah, that's it. That's exactly oh, it is from the Godfather. Yeah, yeah okay. but which one? It's yeah, not two. So it's Godfather from the one. one. Godfather oh, one. one. Yeah, all right. It is. For, it yeah. is from the Godfather. Sorry. Yes, not Godfather two. The Godfather. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to make an offer he can't either. remove. Remove. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I don't think that's what he said. I'm going to remove this offer we can't make. <laughs> so uh, number one is frankly Scarlet. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Castle on that same list. No, Scarlet inherit the wind. Gone with the wind. Inherit the Scarlet. 1939 points. Number one on that list is, frankly, dear, I don't give a damn. Gone with the Wind was directed by Victor Fleming, who also directed what other Academy Award-nominated film in 1939? Jack, um, that would be Wizard of Oz. That is absolutely correct. Victor Fleming and three others directed Wizard of Oz, and then Victor Fleming went on and directed Gone with the Wind. Busy guy. Marlon Brandt. Marlon Brando died in the year 2004. That same year, Morgan Freeman won his only Oscar. That's Jim, the driving Miss Daisy. Points. Not driving Miss oh, Come on! In 2004? It was. So, that's what I thought. Really? No, no, no. What was Marlon it? Marlon Brando, yes, yes. So in 2004, for his best supporting role oh, as Jack, Eddie... Million Dollar Baby. Eddie Scrap Iron Dupree yeah. in what Clint Eastwood movie? It is Million Dollar Baby. Good job. Good job. Point, nice. points. Morgan Morgan Freeman was the English language narrator for what 2005 Penguin. documentary? It's the one on the Penguins. Produced by National March. Geographic oh. Films. March of the Penguins. March of the Penguins. Yeah, yeah, nice job. Penguin doesn't know anything. <laughs> you guys came on strong at the end there, and yeah. as a result, you have a resounding 98 points. Score. A little bit too much. Yeah. What? Uh, they came on strong. You had some. Some good extra bonus points in there. And if you want to come out and ask me exactly how that scoring works, yes. feel free. I'm available in uh, three different places across Central Florida performing live trivia. Come up and ask me how the scoring works. I will explain to you its intricacies uh, and all the algorithms that go with it. You can come and see me tomorrow night at the Silly Grape. Mm. That is in Maitland, right near the station there. We do a great show. It's both inside and outside. A uh, big crowd of people usually come out on Thursday night. A good chance to win good prizes. Saturday, we're at Waco Taco. Uh, last Saturday, I also had a special event. If you go to the 5-Minute Professor Facebook page, I can be booked for special events. And on Tuesday nights, this is big news. I found this out last night at 6.15, just before the show. On Tuesday nights, we have vastly increased the size of our prizes. On Tuesday nights, you can win 50 dollars wow. for coming in first place nice. 50 dollars in gift certificates to post time lounge and cafe second place 25 dollars third place 10 dollars and if you just show up and i had one team play and answer zero questions correctly yes they still got a five dollar coupon everybody who comes and plays gets a five dollar coupon it's like the SATs. come on out to post time it is close <laughs> to the sats everybody gets a coupon Go to Asia for your answers. Um, I'm going to be releasing the answers to Thursday night's questions in Asia. So come on out. <laughs> check it all out. Uh-huh. And if you don't know that story, search the Internet. All right, Professor. What? But what? Do you have anything for me for next week? Oh. Yeah, Let's see. Question. It'll be after Labor Day. We're in the fall now. Oh, yeah, fall. Labor okay, Day. autumn is Labor, on the way. Fall. No more white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right, I right. Will, I will be in the Pacific time zone. <gasps> what? I am traveling to Seattle to go to not my son's wedding. Oh, who is its wedding then? 
It's no one's wedding. It oh. was going to be my son's wedding, oh. and then they decided to cancel the wedding. Uh oh! And but then you have the then, trip booked. <laughs> I have the trip booked. It was going to cost me eight hundred dollars to cancel it. I said oh. I can go to Seattle and not spend eight hundred dollars and be ahead. No right. disrespect, but your family doesn't have a good strong With the marriage record thing. in yeah. the marriage department. <laughs> I have a wedding. This, I don't have a wedding. I have eighteen called, weddings. If you don't mind me asking, who called it off? It's an excellent question. So here's what happened. <laughs> My son and his daughter, yeah. uh, his daughter, wait, back no. it out. His, my son and his fiance yeah. made plans for an incredibly small, informal wedding. Sure. Nice. Like tiny. There were going to be eight of us uh-huh. actually at the ceremony. Then we were going to go to a bar that they like, and they reserved it so we could just have a fun dinner. And that was it. That's all that they wanted. And her mother Uh-oh. wanted something a lot more complicated. Oh, of course she did. Where have I heard that and, before? Of course she did. And I was looking, and I follow my kids on Facebook, and oh. there are others, just so mm-hmm. I can see the, the signs. <laughs> so I could later say, Eric, I told you this was going to happen. Um, but I, I saw, and she's, look, she's getting increasingly frustrated, and then I get a call from him and says, we're not getting married. Uh-oh. And then I said, well, tell me what's happening. And he said, I'll talk to you later. And three weeks later, I got the story. So the bottom line was that mom wanted something a lot more elaborate yeah, than they wanted. And it was causing a lot of stress. And they decided it's better off not just to get to just not get married. And their plan is at some point in time to elope. There you go. Nice. Good job. All right, Professor. Talk to you next uh, Wednesday. Good job. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio. Time for PPT, person, place, or thing. We've got three contestants on the line. Room for two more. What's the prize? Oh, buddy. It's a pair of tickets to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on Jacksonville Jaguars Thursday, this Thursday, tomorrow, August 30th at Raymond James Stadium. Real Radio 104.1 will be airing that final preseason game. And uh, coverage starts right here at 6.30 Carverage. Coverage. 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 Did you get any sleep last night? What's cabbage? going on with you? Jim, we have, we'll have a carving station right here at <laughs> and it's 6.30. Cabbage. Yeah, cabbage or something. We actually, The Phillips file will end a little early tomorrow night. It's the final preseason game for the Tampa Bay Bucks. We have the game here, but we are giving away a pair of tickets for someone to yeah. go to the game. They're e-tickets now. We'll be able to email you the link, and uh, congratulations and good luck to our players. All right, two contestants. All right, James, ready to play? Already. All right, James, uh, I'll give you two clues. We only have three contestants. They're coming uh, in now. Boss. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. A uh, place. A place. Well, I'll give you two clues. Thanks to Brad for the category. This place has hosted two UNESCO World Heritage Sites and Olympic Games. This place. This place has hosted two UNESCO, that's the United Nations, uh, World Heritage Sites and Olympic Games. What is this place I speak of? Uh, uh, this place is big on finance, <laughs> commerce, you. media, entertainment, arts, international trade, culture, education, and tourism. I have no idea. France. France. I mean, That's your final answer. Uh, nope, not that. Nice try, though. Let you try. That's all that uh, matters. Here is Mark. Clue number three, Mark. It, featured, it features the largest passenger port in Europe. And its namesake appears in at least 20 states in the United States. It's hosted two UNESCO World Heritage Sites and Olympic Games. Well, first I thought one thing, and then I, and then I thought Asia, but it's not Asia. Well, what was the first thing? The first one, I was going to say Athens. That's your final answer? Yeah, yeah. What? You got it, baby. Yeah. There you go. That's the way to do it. Wow. Yeah, clue number four, named after a goddess. 
It translates into English as the glorious city or simply the capital. And clue number five, it is widely referred to as the cradle of Western civilization and the birthplace of democracy. You don't say. I do say. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, what's going great. on with you today? Something. I don't Something's sleep. Going on. I don't sleep much anymore. I'll Ever since he videoed, he did the ASMR video. He hasn't been the same. I don't think he liked how it ended. Mm-mm. Too much tingling. Stop with the tingling. I can't tingle myself. I don't know what you're doing with yourself. Well, if you can't but, tingle yourself, uh, you, you really, really got, some got problems. a problem. I need to see a doctor. He got all poopy pants after we hit him in the with a face with a bucket of water. Uh-oh, when did you do that? Didn't you watch the video? We've been teasing I it all freaking day. We're trying to do a I program. We don't have time to look at the video. I didn't see the, the end video. of it. I saw yeah, the beginning. Yeah, we, I only told you an hour before the show. Oh, Jeez. watch the end. Watch the end. Watch the end. Watch the end. Watch the end of the video. I never saw the end. Slow motion. Oh. See Pinkman take it in the face. Excuse me? Sounds, be See, dirty, this, right? is, this is my problem. Realradio.fm, click on shows, the, the Phillips file, and, and it's there. This guy, day in and day out, goes, oh, I'm your friend, right? I'm your friend. And then he does stuff like this. So how do I really know? It hurts. You it think hurts you'd know me. by now. You would think so. Set me up to get hit in the face with a soccer ball. Now this. Well, no, that was me. That, that was Jim. I set that up. Yeah, I know, Jim was soccer ball in the face. He was yeah. complicit. I was bucket of water. All you had to do was put your hands up. And it's what? harder than you think. Well, your, your, his arms are so tired that he couldn't raise his, his hands to block yeah. a soccer ball from hitting him square in the face. I think it happened pretty fast. I... Yeah, be ready. <laughs> Lost his sunglasses. Uh, it was a yeah, whole, was, a whole thing. Jesus, thank God. And have... that guy's a cop now. I'm car, I'm corresponding with. Yeah, he is a top. He's so handsome. He is a top. He's yes. a cop. He's the top cop for hey, me. You, no, I, I don't know. He's, he's married. Yeah, I know. Uh, listen, I'm corresponding yeah. with a, a customer service representative from Hong Kong. Why? Who tell them I said? Oh, ask about chop suey. <laughs> no, well, I'm not asking about their personal, you know, menu. I'm, I'm because I ordered a car phone mounting. Device. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Hong Kong is in China. It's so hard to get. You had to get one out of Hong Kong. No, no, no. I got it off Amazon, and I ordered it, and it came to my house, and it it constantly drops the phone, and and it, it plugs into the car vent. You know, the AC vent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have one of those. Yeah. yeah. Talk I, to you in Mandarin. He writes letters to me. His name is Angel. What's up, logo? <laughs> he doesn't say that. Yeah. But Was you've that got, bing bong ding dong? You've got to see what the, <laughs> what, right, we'll how this goes. Tomorrow. I will Hong remind Kong you tomorrow. Yes. Don uh-huh. and Dan are next on Real Radio. We're back tomorrow at 3. Right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.